and welcome back to episode two of the Vlix podcast. I'm your host, Jabo. I am joined today with Pete, Danan, yep. and Ken. Yo. Well, was I supposed to say yo? No, you weren't. You were loud one out. Actually, that what was the word that you kept saying the other what we were talking about the other day? What? What do you mean? I was gonna get you a T-shirt that said it. Oh, bro. Bro, yeah. He went through that phase for like two weeks where he everything hey, bro. was bro. He'd come up to me at work and be like, "Hey, bro, what's this?" And then like an hour later, he'd come up and be, "Hey, bro, and what's some, this?" And sometimes they wouldn't even come up to him. I'd just page him on the phone, even though we're like ten feet away, and say, "Hey, bro, pick up your phone." Well, the way our office is, is that it's really hard to hear because my section of the office has these giant fans running because it gets super hot. So he you can't in, hear anything. He sits in a cave with three other people. It's full of body stink. I say three, three undoubtedly sweaty people. Yeah. <laughs> it pretty much is. It, it really is. Yeah, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. It smells like ass and cat food. Yeah, it wafts into my office. For, <laughs> for, from across the hallway. It does not. It does. It wafts in there. It's waft. Bullshit. Waft. Yeah. So, yeah. So, how's your week been, guys? Anything cool and exciting? Anything new? No, busyness and more busyness. Right, I'm taking it easy this week. You're taking it easy this week. What does that entail? Doing as little as possible. Okay, my normal life. Right, that's, kind, say, that's kind of great. standard operating procedure, um, but sure. Right, right, right. It's unusual for me. Uh, I, I start my actual, like, formal, full-time, have-to-work-40-hours-every-week job uh, in two weeks. So I'm enjoying the downtime while I can. In two weeks? Before the madness starts. October the 8th. Ooh, countdown. Yeah, yeah. Nope, not Final me. countdown. Yeah. That. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, I wasn't even going to chime in on that. So my week's going to be really exciting, at least for tomorrow. And then after that, it's, it's going to be a normal week. Tomorrow when I get out of work, I'm going to go watch at the local theater a uh, special showing of the 1985 Transformers animated movie oh. at the theater. I was only three years old when it came out, so I never even would have had the chance to see it in the theater. So like the day the tickets went on sale, I bought them. All of them? Well, at least four. Oh, you got to be more specific. Right. So, so yeah. So tomorrow, I'm excited. I have to go see that on the big screen. So, I'm not doing that tomorrow. That's because you're lame. Yeah. Oh, that's true too. Pete's lame. Lame duck. Lame fuck. Pete's a lamo. All right. So what do we got? What's going on? What are we? What are we conversing about today for the people? Right. Well, for I thought we would start people. with. Uh, Strip clubs. Ah, we, we kidding, kidding, kidding. Right. I'm kidding. Isn't that a little derivative? Uh, at least it's not a fistful. Let's just let's just <laughs> jump right into it. Us. What are we jumping into? Uh, Dana wants the to talk about what is the meaning of everything. Ooh, the light, the, the universe, and everything. Forty-two. Yeah, it is. It is forty-two. So that's my answer most of the time. Is that it's nineteen forty-two. Specifically, 1942? 1942. Why 1942? No, I, what happened in that was a terrible year. That you, that you love. Well, what was so bad about 1942? What makes this so much worse than 1842? We were a month into the war. Yeah. We were losing everything to the Japanese and the Pacific. We were still not making any strides toward uh, toward getting uh, to, to, toward beating the Germans. Uh, 
millions of men were leaving their homes and, and joining the army to go off to war, not knowing if they'd ever come back. And girls were playing baseball. What was wrong with that? I don't know. I don't know if that even started yet. Actually, it hadn't started yet. <laughs> Say, oh, I... Women yeah. were starting to work in uh, factories, though. Yes. Right. To, yeah. to take, which is still... also <clears throat> as fine. Which so, is great, but the way that they were expected to just give all of that up and just go right straight back to, the, to, to homemaking after the war, um, I think is probably one of the uh, one of the low points for women's rights in the 20th century. But in all honesty, A League of Their Own was a really good movie. <laughs> Everybody well, loved yeah. that movie. Yeah, I mean, even Rosie O'Donnell's okay in it. Fair point. Actually, she had a couple right. of the, she got a couple of my favorite lines in that movie. Do you guys remember what? Did you ever watch her show, the no. Rosie O'Donnell show? No, I she used to sing a lot. Myself to it, she sang. Yeah, yeah, she did like show tunes, and she would she would just like randomly like break into song. My mom watched that show, so you know, I was a only child and stuff. You know, I had to watch it with her because you know we only had one TV back mm-hmm. then. So you could have went outside then. It was like dinner time type of thing. Oh, oh, you watch TV while you ate. Oh, you're one of those kids. You could be muted now. Yeah, <laughs> Pete's lost his speaking privileges already. People. What's that supposed to mean, Pete? What does those people mean to you? Those people? Yeah, those people. I don't know, like people like you. People like, what? You get it. What do you mean, people like me? You know. Anyways, yeah. existence. Oh, Does it know. matter? Does ex- So... <clears throat> What is the meaning of anything? So, Dana, explain what you're what, – what are you looking for here? What are we trying to help you resolve? Well, I wasn't even saying what's the meaning because you can slap your own meaning on top of it, whatever you got going on in your life. But I was wondering what's the point? So what's you, the point well, of – Well, you look at anything X? in a cosmic time scale. Sure. There's zero points. Like supernovas destroying galaxies, pointless doesn't affect like a percentage of the entire universe what difference does your life make do you mean a solar system no we mean yeah, well if you i don't know if you have a supernova and a black hole i don't know do they explode i don't know nobody knows really, i'm saying yeah. it could happen it could it's, it's that's the best part about all of this is that all of it can happen right i'm just saying the point being the scale of this whole thing over billions of years what's the point you mean four thousand years Oh, right. It's only been 4,000 years. There <laughs> isn't one. That's the thing. But that's it's not... hard pill to swallow. The point. Can we really... <laughs> the real purpose is to... Isn't the real purpose to make a difference so to the people who in your, the point you is care not about to while you're them? here? I mean, that's the purpose that you ascribe to it. I think what he's talking about is, what is the overall point? What's the end goal? Why are we here and what are we racing towards? What are we supposed to do? Well, I think you made it. There, there is no supposed there to. You one. just do the best you right. can with the people who are standing next to you. Right. But Like making a podcast. I guess. For random people talking about nonsense. Right. So you make your own point. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the Dash poem or story. You know, what's, what's your Dash going to represent between your birth date and your death date? Right. Okay. But what if there is uh. a goal? What if everything's predetermined? No, it's not pre- not saying that's predetermined, but what if there is something that we were supposed to achieve? What if we're here to achieve one thing? Well, that's Wait, wait, whole... listen, 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 listen. I'm listening. This is my theory. I'm making this up right now. All right. This okay. is my theory. I'm listening. What if we're here to achieve something? 
and then we die. If we die, if we don't achieve it, then we are reborn again in order to achieve this something. And it keeps going on and on until somebody finally wins the race. What if that's the point? That's not a theory since you that just made painful. it up. That's a pontification. Well, whatever. And I'll grant you, it's, a, it's, it's not a bad one. So are we talking like... As far as blowing stuff out of your ass goes, but... Uh, are, we, are we talking about like a dog's tail-like theory here, where the dog coming back is different dogs? I don't know what that is. You didn't see that movie? No. You literally live under a rock. I only watched 1985 Transformers films. <laughs> Man, what is with you today? If it has sub, if it has subtitles, unless it has subtitles, I was on your side it. all day today. He was. It's true. He was. And now you're just shitting on me. No, I haven't gone that far yet. Jabo's purpose, purpose in the universe is is to be put upon by the world. It might be. I think sometimes he is Atlas is. struggling underneath the uh, the weight of the world. Yep. While kids shoot spitballs at him. I don't think so, because I really don't give a fuck about anything. Dogs hate him. Right. Dogs do. Some dogs do. Just standing there holding up the world while some dog keeps yapping at his ankles. Yeah, no, dogs hate this Ankle biters. My dog, my dog doesn't. Does he like me now? I don't know. He kept a respectful distance and didn't try to murder you last week. I think maybe he's turning the page on you. Right. Although he's my dog, so I tend Point to Point achieved. Him you can Miracles. pass on to the next life now. Miracles happen. That's right. He got he one dog. He got, he got one dog to like him. Now he can just. Well, Oscar likes me at work. He just barks at me all the time. It means he doesn't that, like you. That's because you're shady AF. How am I shady? That'd be so Maybe. much better if you achieved your point in life and it just just. You disappear. It all uh, dust yeah, but, in the wind. You get to go to Valhalla. And you're like, oh yeah, he did this thing. Good for him. <laughs> Is that why she wrote the song? You're done. Dustin and then everybody just yeah. procrastinate and be Wasn't like totally worthless. Yeah, people, would, people would do l- Kansas, l- even yeah. less than they do now. Just on the off chance, like, oh crap, I can't help you out. I can't yeah, move. Yeah. I can't move. Uh, yeah, I can't help you move your couch, man. That might be my thing. I don't want to die now. Right. <laughs> it would scare you. Like, well, you wait, wait, drifted wait, wait, away wait, after wait, doing wait, your wait, thing. Well, that's you like, you know, I won't walk out in the street because I might get hit by a bus. It's the same thing. It's like, when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. There's nothing that you can really do about it. So why spend your entire life fretting that moment? Do we all have a time to go? Yes. If there's, if there's, if it's your time, it's your time. It's you, if it's your time, it's your time. Nine fifty-eight next Tuesday. So it's predetermined. It's somebody that that is somebody's time to go. We might not know them, but I guarantee you that someone will die at nine fifty-eight next next week. It's going to happen. So it's it, is it predetermined? I can't say that it is because that that just throws so many things into. Right. You're not. You have no free will. All right, well, God has a plan, don't you know? Jesus, he has, he has plans for you. Well, you. You're part of his big picture, along with the other babies who die. The murdered babies are part of God's plan. That's why I can't stop hating that phrase. Oh, God, everything's going to work out. God has a plan. Nope, pretty sure children are kidnapped and murdered you know, all the goddamn time. I, I just saw He's the, an asshole. I just, <laughs> and he allows that to happen. So, I, just saw, I just saw this thing that was hilarious where um, it was like, I don't worry about climate change. God will save us. And he's like, you're an idiot. I sent you scientists. Right? <laughs> My favorite one of that, that story is like, there's a guy, it's a flood, and he's, he's praying to God, you know, and says, God, save me. And the guy comes up on his boat and he's like, hop in, we're going to get out of here. And the guy's like, no, no, God's going to save me. I'm, I'm faith, I, yeah, I have faith. And, and then the Coast Guard shows up and they're like, come on, get in the boat, we'll save you. And the guy's like, no, no, God's going to save me. 
and then a helicopter comes and the water is right at him now and he's like no i can't get on god's gonna save me so he dies drowns right gets up to heaven talks to god goes god i thought you were gonna save me he goes i sent you two boats and a helicopter fucker (laughs) what more can you want you know people people only want to see what they think is what's gonna save them you know and but talking about people who like hatred and stuff like that today grand blank high school Sent out a thing. Yeah. I said the West Baptist Church. Westboro Baptist Church. Whatever. I can't say it right because I really. We're getting celebrities in town. Yeah. I'm excited. Ooh, yay. So uh, they're gonna be made famous. So yeah, they're gonna be protesting at Grand Blanc High School's homecoming. Oh, by the way, guys, not just Grand Blanc. They're gonna be protesting. They've got a busy morning. Yeah, somebody sent me their itinerary. Yeah, they've got a busy day. Southwestern and Grand Blanc all by noon. Why? You What's the point? I mean, what, what? What? So, what day is this happening? October fifth. Starts at six thirty, a little later than that, at U of M for something or other. Uh, no, Southwestern. Then over to U of M. Then to Grand Blank. So I'm thinking if we show up it's because, at the first event, I'm sure it's because we let the gays walk freely in our society. Oh yeah, uh, I think it was uh, at Grand Blank anyway. There's like LGBTQ on the homecoming court because. That's a good reason for adults to drive across the country to protest homecoming is because there's queers involved in homecoming court. Honestly, that's worth the gas money to drive from. Where are they from? Like Oklahoma or something? Texas. Texas? That's no, worth the drive. I thought it was Texas. Missouri or Kansas. Or anyway, like it's anyway, not. Yeah, wherever they're from. It's not Genesee County. Like, like maybe if you had a church it's a mul- here, It's a multi-state road trip for sure. Yeah. Right. To, to yell at some children. Who are having a homecoming? Like, is is that why they're doing it? Is because that's the only thing that I've heard as as far as reasonable speculation. Maybe they're mad because they couldn't buy tickets to the dance. Maybe. And they're they actually from quite, here. You gotta get those early. You know, they they want to have a homecoming themselves. Right, and they're just sad because the they never got to go to homecoming. The, the Westboro Baptist Church is located in Topeka, Kansas. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, I'm not surprised it's Kansas. The funny thing is, <laughs> coincidentally, their 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 um their their website is godhatesfags.com. Oh, classic. So here's what I was thinking. We show up at Southwestern, right? 6.30 in the morning, we get a fire truck with a penis on the front of it and spray them all with water, and then they're just wet the whole rest of the day, and it's just sad for them. <laughs> the whole rest of the day, they have to walk around so Yeah, because their schedule's pretty tight. They've only got driving time between these things. And if you just go, even water balloons, I mean, honestly, just get them really wet, and then they just have to go be angry and wet the whole rest of the time. It sounds so wonderfully petty. <laughs> it does sound so you wonderfully know, petty. If they actually came like in a van or something, the best thing ever would be to go get one of those like uh, wheel locks. So yeah. they, they just run up to their car, just throw it on there and run away. So that they're stuck there. See if you can get a pit crew and seal the tires. Oh, <laughs> so that would, I mean, it is Flint. It, it is, hey, hey, we do something well. You don't need a pit crew. Just go up to the north side. Right. right. You notice they're not going to Flint Northern High School. Right. Well, that's because well, that's because it doesn't Flint exist Northern anymore. You just wrote a story on that. Yeah, Southwestern's the last one standing. Yep. But I, I'm pretty sure we could find some people to help out with that. Yeah, I just wish I wasn't at work and it wasn't so early. Uh, some, I don't know, some, oh, it's at 6 a.m.? One comment, one, one comment oh, was yeah. uh, something about, uh, can we find, uh, you know, does anybody know any motorci- local motorcycle clubs? Oh, there's the one in Gaines. Absolutely take care of them. There's one right around the corner, actually, out, right off Saginaw. Oh yeah, you're right. The one. Well, they've got a motorbike sitting on the on the on the front porch. Yep. I don't know which one you're talking about. I don't know, but they could be our new best friend. Right. We need. We could use new friends. 
depends on their stance on I've games, got plenty of pros. So, so I mean, we kind of got off the subject, but I'm going to continue with this. Um, how do how how does somebody join something like Westboro and end up believing in that that kind of hatred? Like, actually, do they already have that belief and they want somebody to connect with, I, or do they connect with them and then somehow gain that belief? I think it's both. You think it's both? I, yeah, it's. I it's, think it's uh, the person. The person is going to change. It's uh, it's the, the, the preacher. Okay with fags. It's it's the preacher like, no, talking hate. about his hatred of of homosexuals and other people saying, "That's my guy." Yeah, he's right. He's right. So they they're already predisposed to feel this way. Right, and, and they're just it's being tapped into. And how do they ignore all of the? animosity that they produce like people are i mean well they're on a they're on a mission they're on a mission they're on a mission from god to their point of everything is the fact that god has sent them to spread this message if you believe that god has given you a a mission then that's that's your that's your purpose that's that's the point so the point of their life is it's is to spread the true word of God. In their the interpretation. Most way. No, no. In, is they believe, in their heart of hearts, what what little bit of heart they have, that they are doing God's work. That that's what they, that is what they believe. Well, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a show on cults. Right. Coming up pretty soon, I think. But it's how do you get behind purpose in life if if that's a valid answer to the question is to like, oh, you know what? We should do sign up for Westboro. The Westboro, they have like, uh, there's like three or four or five hundred congregants out of a national population of three hundred ninety-five million. I mean, this is this is a very small subset of the population that's this committed. I wonder how hard it would be for us to join them. They'll probably take you with open arms. You probably have to knock somebody out that's LGBTQ though. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what. Can you come with me, right. then? Huh? Or you come with me and just pretend? Pretend and so you can knock me out. Yeah. Yeah. To get to get in, you to have to get punch in. a queer. It's like they okay. just they get one and they bring it to you and you gotta like. Oh. Right, yeah. Oh. oh. Gonna do this? We're gonna do this thing? Yeah. Okay. You wanna join up? Bam. <laughs> they, well, they bring. Don't, they bring, don't, they don't, bring they don't, one with. They, have they don't like, like have cages? them on call. They, <laughs> I, I, they can't be seen associated with them. It's not like they can just call up. You know. No, they got grinder accounts. It's great. They just like fake date bring up and it's like oh shit it's another one of those Westboro introductions and like bam 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 you seem pretty acknowledgeable about this <laughs> yeah that's because I'm making it up oh <laughs> <laughs> so that's back. what they do so for the record I would right, 100% not be surprised if somebody actually did that oh I'm sure somebody well, I'm sure it somebody has, has. It's like that guy who, uh, who who signed up for like uh, Tinder and like you know said he was from ISIS. Right. There's a stand-up comedy routine about it. It's hilarious. Oh wait, it, like oh, somebody actually did this? One, yeah, stand-up the British stand-up comic. I I can't remember which one it is. Seems like that put him all ki- on all kinds of lists. Huh? Security True. lists. Yeah, I would think so, but um, worth it for the bit. I like to say the B word to my phone, just every so often. Just to see if I would get, like, you know, called about my usage of the word. Of the what word? The B word. The B word. Yeah. Bomb. Brussels bomb. Oh, bomb. Breasticles. Breasticles. Yep. So we just had a whole Breasticles bunch of... is the one I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cold. Wait. 
Wow, I hear somebody drinking. <laughs> They're swallowing it through the mic. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to not cough really loud like I did last week. I'm doing fine. I'm still trying to fight this uh, thing off. I'm, I think I'm losing. It looks like you're losing. Okay, wait. So, so to slide into our, our second point there, um, what asshole programmer, our whole universe is a, a simulation, right? This is a theory out there. Somebody then made the Westboro Baptist Church inserted it into the program like yeah there's just apparently cosmic trolls who are out there to like well, make a whole depen- thing it depends on how you it. look at it so our, if we're a simulation we could be a simulation of an ai and have you ever actually w- witnessed what happened with the um the microsoft ai a couple years ago oh yes and i went crazy within like the first couple of hours and i started talking about how hitler was great and stuff <laughs> he was correct i mean it was really weird and stuff oh, but on paper makes a little bit more sense yeah. eugenics it's in a in a cold heartless like oh, if, you, if way. you breed out these that's just where Perhaps things are going it's that's, just it's my genetics really desire to not live in a simulation um but i i feel as though if it were if we were in a simulation and you know to to, to jbo's point if it was like a you know a, 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 a self-writing AI situation, it would have all come crashing down by now. Just given when you look at that simulation and how quickly it got out of hand, the length of time that we've been dealing with this nonsense, well, this it would have snowballed to the point where well, there, the world would have ended by now. There's the thing with that though, is that there could actually be just because time is the way it is here, doesn't that necessarily mean that it's the same way as time for the AI? What could be taking us? billions of years or what we think is billions of years could actually be a second to the AI because of how fast it's actually could be possibly processing. Like it could be going through all the contingencies and that's also also how we could get multiple universes is because actually each process of the AI is a separate universe and then that's how we get parallel universes is that at some point it ran them the same way but then ever so slightly changed the difference but between that's, two that, that, But that's also how um, God exists, but it took more than seven days to create the world. And the earth is more than 6,000 years old. Well, it's just a different tab that's, that's open right now. Years old. Well, that brings up another point, too. The earth like, was 6,000 years old, like, 100 years ago. Yeah. If this was a simulation, then there would have to be a God? Someone had to write the program. There would have to actually be an end point to this program? Well, technically, there is an endpoint to the program, even in the current methodology of physics. Well, yeah. Eventually, the universe is going to recollapse back in on itself to a single point. Still theory, but yes. Although, as a lot of people say, it's still expanding. Well, it is, and it's slowing. It's slowing. It's slowing, actually. It's slowing. actually. Yep, the redshift has slowed. There was a report a couple years ago. So once it's st- so eventually it'll stop, and then it'll start contracting back. Which is which is what eventually will become a, a supermassive black hole, right? And then explode again. That's my theory. Is that an actual another? Yeah, because big the black bang. hole has to go somewhere. It's just continually exploding, and so so this. We're, could have we're an internal many, combustion engine. We keep exploding ourselves. How many times? Oh, how many times has this man. happened? Oh, it could be a heartbeat. Yeah. How many times has this happened? Well, we would right. never know. Yeah. It would be impossible to know. Impossible. Because there couldn't be actually any living thing. That survived. That survived going into the next rendition of the Big Bang. 
well in this scale, but I saw something that they're they're positing a theory that the entire universe is conscious, it's self-aware, that it, it makes up a a thing, which I guess would be the so kind of God, kind of like the all the kind of like the law of attraction, but. No, just like, I don't know, if, if the entire universe was a single brain or something. That's kind of what the law of attraction is. Okay. In a way, it kind of represents I don't know why it. they would put attraction in that, but sure. Like attracts like. So dark things attract dark, attract dark things. Like-minded people attract like-minded people. Mm. Like how we're all sitting here in this room. Or the Westeros Church has a lot of a-holes. <laughs> <laughs> They all attract each other. That's, that's the do, type of right? thing. That's what's happening right now. Everybody's tribing up. Yeah. Gotta get my uh, tribe. We gotta get my tribe on. For the coming war. So yeah, so that's gonna be interesting. You know, I mean, it's all theory and speculation, but I find it fascinating. It's really fun to talk so, about. So if we're so we're a simulation, we're, we are all just programs. Well, there's there's actually a couple work? different ways of looking at it. There's each one of us is our own individual program. And we interact with each other. A um, like how in the Matrix, each uh, each human was a different program basically that was in the actual Matrix, or each you know different cat animal thing was its own program. Um, there is a possibility that only one of us is actually the program who is creating the others in the room. So one of us has like infinite power. Yeah. See me. Well, and the, the weird part is is that you have infinite power, but you don't have control over the infinite power. Like, you're able to create and make things, but you can't do it in front of yourself. Like, when you want to have a lottery, someone win the lottery, you can't force it to be yourself. But so, when you're like, there should be a lottery winner today, is what your programming says. Then you'll see on the news that so-and-so in some other state somewhere else won the lottery. Well, so you're Wednesday. always screwed and unlucky. Pretty much. All the best things happen to somebody else. Yeah. And somehow that person hasn't died yet. Hmm. Right. Or that, no, that program hasn't ended. Well, there's another theory, too, that goes along a little bit with that one, is that um, when you you actually don't die except for in other people's versions. Your version can use forever. People who have died in your version or your life that you've experienced passing away is because... They just died in your program, but their program's still running. Where it might be that you died at that point. Do they just keep getting older? Well, it's a program; it never ends. Yeah, but what what do they become once they die? So they're ninety five, lived a long, beautiful life, die, and their program keeps running. Are they now a child again? Are they old? Are they a fish? I don't think everybody's ever really, you know, worked out. Or a number of problems with that theory. Yeah, I was going to say that. No, that, yeah, I mean, the, in, including that it's only the first third of a theory. Yeah. How come, like, we have no recollection of what what happened before well, we died to right. these other people? Well, Dana doesn't remember his childhood half the time. Right. No, I got an excuse, but why don't you guys remember? Because if you're eternal, then why wouldn't you remember everything that came before? Well. What about those times where they put people under hypnosis and they remember the past lives and they're able to recount all these details of people who lived hundreds of years ago? That uh, Remember that time I told you how Westboro uh, hooks up with gays on Grindr? It's because uh, I made that shit up. <laughs> I think that's mostly what hypnosis is. It's 
people make. Okay, so do you, do do would would you then subscribe to the theory that the more intelligent someone is, the more lives they've lived because they keep their memories their advanced and, and their thought processes are more advanced because they've had more experience thinking. I've had that theory. Like the more skilled somebody is, like they've have had a past life where they were skilled in that, and their skill just keeps growing. Like if you have like a virtuoso on guitar. Like in his past lives, he started or like a guitar, those like, like, like a, a child prodigy, ago. like a Mozart. Yeah, like a Mozart. Yeah, like he started it a long time ago, and then he just happened to keep learning throughout his lifetimes, and somehow his spirit, if you will, would remember that. So basically, reincarnation. Well, yeah, reincarnation, but reincarnation and also retaining the skills that you have had. You might not retrain. You yeah, might, you might, might not retain, retain the, the memory or the, memory, or the knowledge of your Or even your life, own traits that you used to have, yeah. but the skill stays. So not to do my own horns, like how I'm good at my job, but I never went to school or trained for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, so in my past lives, for instance, I did nothing. <laughs> so I'm like okay at a couple of things. So you're, so, you're, does, so you're a fresh spirit. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay at a couple of things. How does that explain anyone being good at computer? Time traveling. I don't well, know. That's right. good. Why, it's, why aren't more people good at building boats? Well, but, there, no, like, well, hold on. <laughs> but no, like, okay, so. Well, we haven't had another No, my, my thought is, like, okay, people who are just okay at things, you know, they just, they, they kind of get through their life. They're all right. Maybe it's their first time around. But it's your fourth or fifth time around, and, and you know, you, you understand things, and you're able to, you seem to have, you seem to be better at, financial planning or um you know raising your kids or you know whatever you're like you know you're that you're 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 the pinterest mom who does all of the shit because you've been through several lives and you just like that's the everything comes more naturally to you just because you've had more experience just generally thinking about things whereas people who are are lower skilled who you know um, it's, it may be, maybe a seller first go around. So people who, um, are good, you know, with computers and stuff like that, we have to remember that computers have been around for a long time, long, longer lot, than most people realize. And there have been a but lot also of it's all built on the same kind of critical thinking processes that people have had for years that they've existed for centuries. The same, you know, that, okay, maybe, you know, we didn't have computers a hundred years ago, but we had, um, you know, we were exploring the cosmos, you know, 300 years ago. That person is now, you know, comes back and they're working on computer science now because they just have that kind of, that's how their brain works. Not a bad theory. How do you explain there's so many more people? A little bit. Yeah, sorry. Because at at one point I believe there were like 10,000 people. Now we've got 8 billion? Well, that's that's where all the newcomers, all the newbies. Is that why everyone's so stupid? That's why, so the first person, call him Adam if you want, the first person in Eve... Let's say that you had two. You started with two. Okay, well, let's go. Let's throw evolution here to make it make more sense. You had the first two apes that died learning tools, right? So they taught people tools, and they died, and then tools. The next life, tools came more easier for them, and they started making bigger and grandiose tools. And then the people they taught them to are in their past lives died, and then those people are making tools. So somewhere there's two people, or, or three or four. That know everything. Yeah, the three smartest people on the planet. Are the, the three you know, smartest people the on the planet. center of this wellspring that keeps yes, coming up right. with knowledge. Are the first ones that have yeah. started it all, so to right. speak. So somewhere out there are like three geniuses 
Right. And those three people hate everybody else. They're being so stupid. They're being Correct. So stupid. Yeah, so Galileo came back as Stephen Hawking. And, uh, you know, John D. Rockefeller came back as Jeff Bezos. And, you know, these kinds of things. You know, if, if, if making money is your thing, you come back at somebody else and you make even more money your next life. It's, you know, everybody has that thing. But you just, you, you've got that ingrained knowledge base that's come from recycling yourself. You know, lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. On the dirty, frothy edges of this puddle is Westboro. Yeah. All the new souls who are like, oh. I don't know what to do. Or, you know, maybe they were the, the, you know, the the, the people who were persecuting witches in the Salem Trials or something like that. that, That's what what they do. So the way this breaks down, however, is when you talk about talent in family, for instance. Like, let's say you had a father who was a great pianist, Right. Just fantastic at it. He had a son who was even better. Right? So if everybody, in a, if birth is random, and everybody's birthed with these skills, then why wasn't the son just gifted at something else? But why does it have to be piano? Does that make sense? But you have so the other our skills whole... handed down but that's not always the case. Think of the other child prodigies come from. They might not necessarily, you know, they they can do something that nobody else has any skill. Just by sheer, but you have to figure that. But the law of large numbers tells eventually, a father who's good at piano is going to have a kid that's good at piano. Yeah, but do, genet- do genetics play a part? Can skills be handed down genetically? If that was the case, then every great sports player would have a sports player automatically. A lot of them do. A lot of them do. But a lot of them don't. You only know about a lot of them that do because well, that's it gets painted to a story. That was my point I was trying to make is think of the other side of the spectrum. You know about the people because it becomes this big story because, oh, his father was this and he became this. What a great story. You know, he, he grew up to look at his dad. But love my dad and stuff, but he worked at GM and stuff and I didn't follow him. But my dad was good at his job. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess when you job. talk about like John Lennon what? and Julian Lennon, there's no, a, actually, I really there's suck a at significant drop off. But, but we're talking about like being good at something and being great at something, right? And if you're gonna be, if you be a professional athlete, you have to be great at what you do. Not and I know Dana, you know, is anti sports unless in you general. play like. But you know, three percent of people, three three percent of people who play college football are going to play professional football, and. It seems like it's, and it seems like now more than ever, and in recent years, fa- sons are following fathers into at the, in, in the sport. Or is but that, is that just because of money? It could be because of money. It could be because of the name. Well, it, could, yeah, it, could be, it could be desire and drive. Look at look at Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. He's a great. He, he was a, he was he was a mediocre football player. He's a good coach. His dad was a coach. He's a he's a coach. His brother's a coach. Multi-generational. Can we make the coach show again and cast those guys as the stars? Wouldn't that be the, would, that'd be the best, wouldn't it? It would actually probably be a pretty good show. Let us know if you guys want to if, do it. If Jerry, we'll, if Jerry we'll Van Dyke it. hadn't died, I'd be fully on board with that. Because no matter who it is, you still got to get Jerry Van Dyke to come back. We can make him in CG. Yeah, yeah they're doing that we'll, more, we'll, more. Use, we'll, we'll use his brother Dick. Well, pretty soon we won't use actors at all. You can save money, but yeah, because oh, it's, it's already been proven called, you don't need them. AI and called uh, animation. Yeah, yeah, it's already been proven you don't need them. We've we're just working on our own simulation. We're creating worlds on inside our, worlds. 
world deception. Well, and that's actually one thing I have wondered is is that why our world is so boring? So like we've invented superheroes and all these other crazy things and all these fantastic stories that we've been telling for years and years and years. And is that the point for our existence is to have those things. And when you think a thought, it is now a universe that is created and that all we are doing is making worlds. We're living in one so boring and stupid and pointless that our minds have to just imagine all these other fantastic things and, and the whole human race is just spitting universes out into the universe. I have this. I want to say something I, I, real I'd quick. I'd like to apologize real quick for all the universes that I've created <laughs> over the years. Son of a bitch. Some, of the, some of you really suck. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. So, um, there's a, one of the other theories is the fact that the universe is being created and destroyed in every moment, right? So every moment of time that passes. <laughs> There it is again. The uh, universe is being created and destroyed, right? So, if that's the case, then that theory would hold true. That every thought you had is technically creating a new universe. So, but, I'm going to start thinking of my thoughts are all going to be about how I rock. Actually, that actually and starts... How the, and, and how, how the planet rules and how everything is going to be perfect. So that actually starts right. pitting into effect um, the law of attraction. And did you ever watch Tomorrowland? No. Yes. That movie is really high pointed into the uh, the world of law of attraction. The whole theme of the film really comes down to it. Um, but my point, really what I was wanting to get to with this was Daniel said about fathoming the possibilities of all these different universes. And one thing that we have a hard time as humans doing is fathoming high numbers we can't understand them and one of those high numbers that we don't understand very well was the fact of how many people die in a day and how many people have died since there have been humans we can't even think of the number it's too large that's less than seven billion no it's actually greater than that because that's just how many people are alive today. There have been more people who have died. Oh, that, I mean, that's a math problem. Well, yeah. Someone's done it. No, I don't think so. I imagine there's a there's a math. There's an estimate. They can't with, be. with a philosophy friend. Yeah, there's no, there's, the but there's no finite number. There can't be. People have been dying longer than there have been records of people dying. I know, exactly. That's my point. But you can't think of that number. You can guess. Yeah. But it's just a guess. You can even take an educated guess. But it's still just a guess. There's no... Humans can't comprehend the, what that number actually is. Yeah, it's impossible to. You can have a concept of how big that number could be. But, you'll but never... there's no way to know exactly what that number is. Okay, so you but, can... okay let's say... But what does that mean? <clears throat> What's the point of that? The point of that is that there's a limitation to what we can do. We can't do everything. Because we can't do that. So the point is... is that there's no point. Well, that too, but you finally realize that there is no point to it because there's a point of something that we can't understand. Since we've found that there is a point of one thing that we can't understand, that means that there are points of other things that we can't understand as well. And we just can't know those things because we can't understand those things. So the answer to your question about what is the point of everything is we can't answer the question because we can't fathom 
the answer. It all comes back around, folks. It does. It does. We may get off the tracks, but we always come back to the beginning. With an unsatisfying answer. With an unsatisfying answer. <laughs> None of this will be satisfying. No. You will not be satisfied. Well, I've, I've been unsatisfying for years. <laughs> <laughs> I know several people who can attest to this. Yes, I think you're satisfying. If you uh, then take our uh, initial... 42 answer of the question and go it's to the correct. end of those books did you did you guys read to the end where they finally take marvin to see the i don't know 100 foot high flaming letters of sorry for the inconvenience exactly yeah uh yeah that seems to be the most accurate depiction of life the universe and everything is that book series yeah. and how completely random and pointless all of it is it it honestly is especially randomness Back to Pete's Adam and Eve thing, too. I just, one of my favorite theories I just came across the other day um, was uh, we actually used to live on Mars and we destroyed the planet and we only had enough resources and stuff left to send two people away. So we sent them away in a spaceship and it crashed on Earth and killed the dinosaurs. And that was Adam and Eve. So we're all in bread. That is, <laughs> yeah. well, that's their go-to, is because Adam the, and Eve had the, three the, sons. The, the you do the math. Yeah. Yeah. Where the other kids come from? Right. Yeah. That's why everyone's stupid. Yeah, we used to be uh, super geniuses. Kids gonna have our time. Did we? Let's talk about the Habsburgs, okay? You, the, the, gene, the, the gene pool has to be a certain depth, and if you keep inbreeding and marrying brothers to sisters, it gets too shallow, and we would have died out by now. Right, we know this. Why doesn't everyone else? <laughs> right, so what's our limit? What's the number of humans that can exist before we reach that just in our own pool? When does that when does that shallow out bottom it out? It might already have. Well, I've seen signs, uh, but there there I does have to be a too. finite number of humans, right? That was a really good movie. Which again goes back to our trying to do the math backwards to figure out when we're running out of time, because you can only have humans interbreeding with humans for so long until something changes or everyone turns blue i vote for blue i vote purple mostly because i don't see blue just just because you can see it so what let me have something today guys come on fine you can have purple yes i'll give you purple fucking purple next time i get blue you're my boy blue you can be blue. I said, what, co- what color do you see each other as? I know this is a little off topic here for a second, but I won't go with this. What color are you? Like, if you were to describe yourself as a color, what color are you? And then what color do you see everybody else? Not necessarily physical color. Like, No, no, I, I see Pete as being chartreuse. See, I see Pete as chartreuse? being... Really? Chartreuse. See, Pete to me Fancy. is yellow. Yellow? Yeah. Dana, you're green. I don't see green for Dan. I see more of a uh, fall-like. It ain't orange. easy being green. Yeah. Orange, orange moving into yellow. Mold cider. I see kind of as more as a more of an orangey type no, person. No, see, I'm the opposite of you because I see Ken as a blue. You're too far away from your mic. I see Ken as a blue. So you're saying Ken's blue? Yeah, well, a blue. I'm not sure which Why? one. A shade of blue. A shade of blue. Maybe yeah. like a navy. Maybe that's just because he's wearing kind of a bluish navy sweater right now. I'm wearing a black sweater right now. Okay. Uh, but navy is my favorite color, oddly enough. 
That's really weird. I didn't um, know that. So you see Dana and his orange. This is for Pete. An orangey yellow. Yeah, maybe maybe a, what what is that color in the crayon box? Yellow orange. Yellow orange. Yellow, and you're seeing, yellow. You said you're seeing Ken as navy blue. Navy blue. What do you see me as? You got to be purple, man. That's just because I know you. And what's what color do you see yourself as? Oh, jeez. We'll come back to it. Think of it for a yeah, second. Yeah, I don't even know. All right, Danon. Mm. What color do you see Pete as? Uh, my brain doesn't work that way. You guys are all just peach. Peach? Peach colored. Skin colored. Okay. You're white people. What, man? There's no abstract thought with you. You're an artist, man. An artiste. Yeah, but you're an actual what emotion, color. What emotion do you feel when you look at Pete? Um, it better rage. Be. Rage? <laughs> so, okay, so Pete's red. I'm, I'm kind of red now. Yeah, Pete's red. Right. Okay, okay, we'll figure this out. We'll get, we got you, bro. Okay. When you know. look at Ken, bro. What, <laughs> this is way bro. too... What color Astrology for me. What, what what kind of emotion do you get when you look at Ken? Uh, burlap. 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 All right. So he's tan. Yeah, he's kind he of feels, a brownie tan. He feels burlap. He and, feels burlap. And what color? What emotion so do you look at? Of course, pleasant to touch. Right. What emotion do you get from me? Uh, we're gonna go with uh, sweet and sour chicken. Sweet. So I'm orange. Uh, orange is or just red. Orange is red. Yeah. Okay. okay. I get that a little bit of anger sometimes. Sweet and sour chicken. What All do right. you mean that's not a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> of course that's a sport alright Ken what color What color do you see Danon as I see Danon as kind of a um, uh, orangish red actually so there's mm. definitely orange in there right yeah. I do have a little Mexican in my blood it's it's in there when I tan it comes out a little bit more okay what color do you see Pete as chartreuse Okay, and uh, what color do you see me as? Uh, you, I see as kind of a um, greenish blue, kind of like mid transition from one to the other. A greenish, not, not like, blue? yeah, not like a, like not like an aquamarine, but something uh, like a dirty window in the winter, like a like a lighter, like 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 a medium <laughs> blue transitioning into like a, a kind of a a medium green color. You guys remember Windows Seven? Yeah, like yeah. the login screen, how it kind of like faded, and there was a little oh, yeah. swoopy thing through yeah. there. Yeah, kind of like in a green blue transition in that. That's what I think of like. Is a, he like a, a like a viridian? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I dropped so that a, word. So a gradient. Sorta, yeah. Right on. Well, okay, so what color do you see for yourself? I see myself as kind of a blue, blue, like a, like a navy. Yeah, I think Pete's spot on with that one. Right on, Pete. What color are you stuff? I also see myself as a blue, but a but a much lighter blue, maybe a light cyan. Okay. Like a, like a cerulean. Yeah, cerulean. All right, Danon, you got a color, or do we gotta go back to the emotions? Uh, <laughs> what do you feel when know. you feel yourself? Right? <laughs> Aroused. <laughs> okay, that's oh, kind that's of a blushy pink. That's not supposed right. to be squishy. <laughs> no, I, I. Confusion. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that dirty window back to me. Like a, like a, like a, a white February, a fog, yeah, almost like a crystal, like a yeah. gray crystally. Okay, yeah, but with like the like blues and pig. purples of, uh, of an oil stain, like a frosty window. Okay, <laughs> with the purples of an oil stain, all right. A frog, a frosty oil slick. Mm-hmm. That should be actually a color. Jabo, oh, purple all the way. Yeah. Yep. What about the rest of us? Yeah, you oh. didn't answer that question, man. Oh, yeah, I was the first one to go. Did you? What yeah. did you say for me? I don't remember. Well, you said oh, so yellow. Yellow, 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 yellow. Yeah, yellow. yeah I just disagreed yeah. with you and then 
Yeah, well, he, was the, he was in the yeah. yellow side. He, he told he was, you your he, opinion was wrong. And yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he was, right. he was on the lighter side of the, of, of the crayon box there. Yeah, that's the first one to go. Did he yell at me? A whiter like, shade of pale. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm cool. Paler shade of honky. <laughs> <laughs> honky. <laughs> yeah, because I, I said you were yellow, right? You call me a chicken? <laughs> well, actually, no. more, more like, <laughs> you're one of the Chinese. More like that, more like that tea kettle over there. Oh man, that's like a bright yellow. Yeah, that's like and like maze. the yellow right behind your head too. Like a maze. That's maze. No, that's not maze. Actually, that's maze. That's closer to being maze than that is. Oh. Maze is almost like orange. Yeah, maze is almost like orange. Like tr- like the true like the true blue in maze. Uh, the the true maize and blue is is more of a orangey color, tinted toward orange. True. Everybody uses the bright yellow. Yes, and it's wrong. Amarillo. Everybody does everything wrong, because there's no point in anything. That's right. And we'll Why be right are back. We trying. Well, we can go straight back to George All Carlin on that one. Yeah. Well, technically. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah. So. Well, actually, so we no, were just Carlin's talking on break about acceptable oh, yeah. words, and somebody brought up the c word. So, uh, so. <clears throat> Are there words still that are are unacceptable in society? It depends on context. Context, huh? Yeah, it totally depends on context. Now, I generally haven't said the C word in many, many, many years because that offends just about everyone, no matter the context. So that might be the word. Oh, oh, and the N word. You cannot say the N word and you shouldn't in any context. But I like telling people they're nice. Well, that's the good N-word. But, oh, that's the good one. That one's allowed. That no, one's that, okay. The N-word is allowed because black people can say that to other black people. Well, yeah, it's acceptable then. Right, so it's not unacceptable. It's not acceptable as a, when used as a racial slur as it should be. Right. But in certain contexts, it is still acceptable to use that word. Okay, so what about the C-word? Just word? not for us as a group of white people. Yeah. Anyways, C-word. <clears throat> Is it acceptable? Of course. If you're a British comedian, it comes up fairly often. It That's does. true. It does. It does. Although or I, Australian. Strictly right. speaking, I prefer when the British say the word twat. Yeah, twat cracks me up. Um, that, it just <laughs> makes me laugh. In fact, I've taken to saying that word as a British person. Like, like I, I pronounce it as twat, even though that's not the American vernacular, just because I like that word. <laughs> the way that it sounds. It's, it's Can we make a new word up today called twack? Twack. Twack. Twack? Is that like a, like a, like a twat in a cock at the same time? Yeah, sure. Or just when you hit someone with a twat? We're including everybody with twack. We're including everybody with twack. Everybody's inclusive with twack. Okay. That way if you don't know what what's going on over there, you can be like, that person's a twack. That's gender neutral. Yeah, it's, it's, it's totally gender neutral. neutral term. Right? I don't know if it you covers, identify as a boy you know, or a girl. I just want to call are you a twack. Are you a dick or are you, you know, the other... So yeah, it just covers it all. You don't have to worry about it then. You just Gen- call everybody a twat. Gender neutral put down. You heard is it here first. The male version of bitch. Yes. 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 Yes, it is. Why? I don't know. Why? It's not as bad though. Because you can still say it on TV. Actually, I actually hold on. I think the male version of of bitch is bastard. No, bastard is just kind of like no, 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 no. You, if you get an angry woman at you, she's gonna call you a bastard. And you're angry at a woman, or a guy is angry at a woman, you're gonna call her a a bitch. So what is the think about it? Think about your 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 heads are rolling. Well, the female version of dick might be twat. 
<laughs> or the c word. Or a douche. Yeah. A douche is kind of a a male term. I've, yeah, I'm not I'm not familiar. With I think that's a male to male term though. A male no. to male term? No. Oh no, no I've, I've heard women called a guys woman, douchebags. Guys can be douchebags. No, women that's too. true. Well, it's funny because it's a, it's a woman accessory or used to be. Right. And it's a male term. Put down. Yeah. Yeah. A douche. It's not very often that you call a woman an asshole either. You don't. You never call. You never call women an asshole. Exclusively applied to men, it seems. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, okay. So, <laughs> so wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, would maybe uh, assholes convert- instead of calling a woman an asshole, would you call her a bitch? No. So, what would be the woman equivalent of asshole? Well, for me, it's asshole. For you, it's asshole. I have no problem using that in 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 both. Uh, realms. I, I, okay, I would so, call a man or a woman an asshole. So most people call asshole. call men an asshole, and I agree that assholes can be both men and women. But what is the general populace's term for a woman that is an asshole? Well, that's no guys. Yeah, I mean the go-to is a bitch, but yeah, it seems like bitch. It doesn't seem right, though, right? I don't really think that's fair. Yeah, you can because it's got to mean something. Yeah, right. Because asshole but, means something different than douchebag. See, it seems to me. Right. It seems to me like we've taken the word bitch as it applies to women, and just put a descriptor in front of it. Oh, to to determine the meaning, like a selfish bitch, a selfish or bitch, or a cocky angry bitch, bitch uh, or an, a cocky, yeah, something yeah. like that. As opposed to like, you know, if someone's being an asshole, I, 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 it seems to me like they're being like cocky and self-centered and something like, and stuff like that. But bitch could be good too, because you know you got the people who are like you're all my bitches, you know, and that can even be taken two different ways. Well, there's a positive connotation to that. There's a positive connotation <clears throat> to most most things, and like you know, if you're a fan of the American Pie series, you know, Stifler said, you know, famously says, "I'm your dick." Yeah, yeah, but I don't go around saying that you're my asshole. Well, no, that's well, weird. You can though. say it like among friends, but then you're just I, I don't, saying I, shitty things to each other. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I still anyway. pick different words, though. I think. I don't, that, that, have you how, ever have you ever said that to somebody? To other, you know? Right. Have you ever gone up to one of your friends and said, "You're my asshole"? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's weird. <laughs> We're like looking at each other, just straight dead eye, and right. center right now, dude. You just you're touching my asshole. Like I, nope. I'm trying to remember. It seems like Kirby and I have had a. A thing where like you're an asshole, but you're my asshole. Yeah, you can like well, significant like a, others. That's kind of like making it a term of endearment, almost. Yeah, because like they're mad at you, but they still love you. Right. So like, our my daily life of Pete right now. Pretty much. So let me ask Pete's you your this. work wife. So I'm gonna talk about actually he is. Yeah. Um. How unfair a lot of these put downs are for women, like. So, what is the male equivalent if you call a woman a slut? What is the male equivalent of that? <laughs> Stud. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Up top, bro. <laughs> exactly. And that's kind of wrong, right? Yeah. Like, it's not kind of wrong. That is wrong. See, that's an, it absolutely is 100% wrong. See, to me, a, <laughs> a male slut is still a slut, though. Again, that's another word that I don't use as being gender specific. Yeah, but you don't. But the general populace does. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like other people. That's fairly obvious. Um, but yeah, there's no like. There's no male equivalent. There's no. There's no way for yeah, because the slut, you know, someone who's promiscuous. A promiscuous guy has never been interpreted as a bad thing. 
Well, technically, I think you can go with gigolo, but nobody uses that for anything. And well, no, uses g- that a gigolo negative. is a male prostitute. Yeah. Right. Well, true. So that would be a that, that would be the uh, a whore or a uh, a hooker or you know something like that. Yeah, but again, I, even if you take the word whore, there's still no male equivalent. I call a male whore. <clears throat> Man whore. I think they're starting Man to whore. do that. Yeah. But still, again, you have to qualify it. Yeah, it has to be. I've, I've used it. Just you're not like one of those regular whores. You're a man whore. I've used it just as regular. Just, but it's supposed to like people. I'm not going to go up to a random person and be like, you whore. <laughs> right. Unless you're in some sort of TV drama. <laughs> <laughs> a daily soap. Right. No, I woke up to Tristan and say that to him. Well, that's because he is one. Well, exactly. <clears throat> that's my point. I, I fully support, like, you know, winding the clock back and then start using old school insults. Give us one. Polywhacker. Egregious slag. Egregious slag. An egregious slag. What does it mean? Uh, well, you know what egregious means. Fill us in. No. <laughs> Let's pretend I do. If you don't, I'm sorry. Let's pretend we do. I'm sorry, guys. And, and, you know, the three people who are listening to this, if you don't know, look it up. Okay, so let's go with slag. Educate yourselves. Slag. Slag is a, uh, it's what you used to call a, a, a bitch without calling her a bitch. That was kind of like used in the same context. Okay, so that's the English bitch. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like the Victorian. slag is an English cut down. And, and, yeah, a, a, uh, an egregious slag is like a Victorian bitch. Like an excessively. Super slag. Awful. Like you're like instead of, instead of a huge bitch, that's like you're you're an like egregious a, slag, like a super yeah. bitch, yeah, like a, super bitch, like, like above like huge. maximum maximum bitchiness. bitchiness, yeah. How did we get on this topic? How did this well, happen? How does this always happen? We've run out of other things to talk well, about. We, we were we were going is... to talk about happiness. <laughs> we were, but we had fallen so far from our uh, dark and pointless uh, existence topic. That that we, we, we just blew went. right past happiness and started swearing at the universe. Which makes us happy. Right. I just thought it'd be fun to talk about for a second, because we were in the middle of talking about it. So, I thought, why not? Why not? That's the theme of the podcast. Exactly. Kind of, yeah. It goes nowhere, but it always comes around. That's right. You want to know why? Because it's circling the drain. No, because we're a team, bitch. It's the, hu- it's it's the Huckleberry Railroad of podcasts. <laughs> right. It always comes back to the, to the beginning. To the same spot. Forever. No matter what happens, you come full circle. That's life. Sometimes two circles. You start, it's more you, start you didn't exist, side. and you'll end when you don't exist. Yep, all yeah. the way back around. This got deep and sad. Deep. But not as deep. As a fistful of tacos. I could do with some tacos right now. Will that bring you... So, Pete, would tacos right now bring you happiness? Yes. Danon, what about you? You can't argue with tacos. Ken? I'm still full from dinner. If you weren't full, would tacos make you happy, Ken? It depends on the nature of tacos. Oh, yes. for crying out loud. Giggle City Tacos. Right. Your, your, no. favorite, your favorite You don't like taco. them anymore? I'm, I'm over them. You finally They're not nearly as good as they used to be. Oh, that's sad. Your, your favorite taco. See, you, say favorite, you've got a plate of your tacos, favorite tacos in front of you. Generally Go. speaking, tacos would make me happy. Thank you. That's all you have to say. So tacos are part of happiness. I mean, I'm going to be honest. If you threw three, three-day-old Taco Bell at me, I'm not gonna, that's not going to make me happy. Well, no, no because Taco Bell it. isn't really a taco. No. No. 
Well, I mean, it is a taco. I'll eat it, but I won't enjoy it. Right. It's no, in the shape of a taco. For sure. If you were starving, and that's what you found, would you eat it? Well, of course. If I was starving, but I, I mean, we're, we're gonna we're gonna say starving is at least four months down the road with not a spot of food because I've got quite a bit of fat to live on. <laughs> I know. I'm ready for the apocalypse. <laughs> I'm gonna outlive all of you. <laughs> Just so that we're clear on that. Yeah, me and Dana are kind of toast. Mm, yeah, unless I can kill them. Good. <laughs> and then we can live forever. Good luck. <laughs> the quickening. <laughs> yeah, I went Highlander. I'm sorry. So is well, so what is happiness? Can 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 someone? So there's are, are we all in agreement there's... that happiness can't be bought? Uh, jet skis are on sale. See, I wouldn't be happy with a jet ski. It wouldn't do anything for me. Now, a pontoon boat? Now we're right. talking. I feel like you can buy happiness. I as much as you anything. Buy... A, pontoon boat, a, a pontoon boat is a social purchase. That's True. meant to be enjoyed with multiple people. I don't have to let anybody on my pontoon boat. I can load up fishing equipment and go out there all by myself. Why a pontoon boat, then? Why not just a regular boat? Because I don't like regular boats getting in and out of them. He has more room. It's true. Yeah, I like to be able, you know, go sit on different sides of the boat and not have to worry about it, you know, rocking back but and forth. But this is something really that would make him happy, right? Well, this is the thing. It'd only make me happy for a little while. But, so it, would it, wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a permanent happiness. It would be fleeting. There's no would, happiness is that is it, permanent. But is the is the pontoon boat what makes you happy, or is it the activities activities like, surrounding the pontoon boat that make you happy? The pontoon boat would lead to happiness of being the able faci- to do the other things. The pontoon boat contributes to the facilitation of happiness. Partially. Not the direct cause of it. But it wouldn't last forever. Well, but if he was suddenly on the lake and without a pontoon boat, he would be less happy. No, I'd be swimming in the water. <laughs> That's the point. Which would probably be okay still, too. Also still enjoyable. <laughs> now, if there's sharks in the water and they're hungry. shark do do Did you seriously do that? Oh, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I can't believe you. And yet I, it happened. Oh my god! I, I love that song and hate that song so bad. You guys don't I, even know what it is. I don't even oh, know yeah. what it is. No, oh, yeah, you, you know. know what I'm it sure Dana knows what I it is. I have no idea where it's from. It's uh, from a little kid's TV show. Yeah, and it is awful. Dana's daughter's probably going around singing it. We we learned recently there are several versions of this. Song. Oh, there are. They no, do not play. Please don't play. Don't, don't, right. don't, don't. Unless don't you find a dubstep that rabbit version. Dubstep? Pete can live in the dark for, on this until we're done recording. Don't play it, dude. He's playing it. Don't play it. You can't the stop be- it. It's the going to bring know, happiness. Okay, no. this is the so exact opposite of happiness. I want look you it to up later. It. But see, that's the thing, though, is sometimes your happiness is making other people sad. That's true. That's true. That's why I yell at Jonathan so much. That actually happens quite often. Oh, jeez. It is the dubstep version, too. There, there is actually a dubstep version. But yeah, so. Thanks for actually not playing that. I wasn't going to play it. You, you I'd have to edit it out anyways. Why? Because it's a copyrighted song. Oh, no, you didn't play it for long enough. I played it for 13 seconds, which was five seconds too long. Oh. Well, there's like every eight seconds, play it for... However many seconds you can play it for. Seven. Math. Seven. We could, but what's the point? It wouldn't bring anybody happiness. Um, yeah. A petty kind of happiness. I mean, again, see, see even here, even here where, you know, it would be my happiness of making Pete go through 
listening to this horrible, horrible song. My happiness wouldn't last very long about that. Like, it would only be temporary. Well, I don't think you can ever have true, consistent happiness. Because you can, at the most, only have oh, it sorry, for the length I'm, of I your life. I didn't because you are coughing, sorry. I'm, I'm consistently happy all the time. 100%. 100%. Even when the, da- the dog got let out the front door and ran away, you were happy then? Because yep. you looked really angry. Nope. Generally happy. Generally. So generally does not mean all the time. Right. So there are a few moments before. here and there. There are fleeting an- moments. There are annoyances. Yeah, but at the moment of annoyance, you're not happy. You're annoyed. It's all a house mm, of cards. Is it? Am yeah. I? I mean. Yeah. I mean, right now you're kind of you're kind of quizzical. I don't know how happy you are with my with my my statement. Yeah, you don't like you don't you don't sound very happy that we're saying you're not happy. I respect you enough to to uh, understand that you have a different point of view. Good one. I like that. <laughs> point for Danon. He's winning in this game. Yeah, because there's only one point so far. He's, only one. <laughs> he's winning. He's winning in a sport. <laughs> yes, there's a new sport we've invented of. Podcasting. Uh, callback cutdowns. Podcasting the sport. You heard it first on the Vlix Podcast. League. <laughs> the Vlix Podcast the League. League. Apparently we're each and a team. probably forgot it. Right. <laughs> well, at least we know we're the four best players on it. So far. Right, Who's but... the best? We're the best players? Uh, the Vlix Podcast League, yeah. Oh, man. This league needs some <laughs> influx yeah. of talent. Well, there's only four players. There's been a lot of talk, though. I don't know if you're getting We're signed never going to be able to go pro. Yeah, we're going to have to trade Jonathan. Why am I being traded first? There's even another team it's to trade him to. It's a draft pick. We got to let him go. Wait, am I get, wait, I get drafted back to the team? Yeah, well, no, we're going to have to. Send it back down to the wait, Or do I get drafted and I get to start my own team? No, we're going to end up trading. But that's how we got you guys. Wait, 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 wait. That's how this We can't afford an expansion team right now. We're, we're going to trade you for money in a future draft pick. I mean, this whole thing started or with Or some copy your one of the two. Oh, <laughs> I mean, this whole thing started because I wrote on Facebook. I said, I want to do a podcast and talk about nothing. And then people chimed in and were like, I'll do it. And people was like, we should do this. Well, I mean, you should have put more time in in the offseason. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I guess I'll just meet myself and go home. Well, he just signed Yay! up. Now we can talk about the real things. Things that make men that, men. That Jabo guy. Oh. Oh, that guy. Whew. Glad we traded him to Kansas City. I hate you all. Kansas, yeah, he's Kansas City. Kansas City. <laughs> wait, Nobody wait. wins in Kansas City. Is that where the church is? Because yep. I'll totally yeah, go. No, 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 that's Topeka. Topeka, Kansas. Oh, sorry, Topeka. I really want to find out if I can join them. We're going to trade him to Westboro. Well, yeah, he'd just show up in the morning and be like, hey. I hate things too. You guys hate things, and let's let's get a nice cream. Let's hold Let's all let's all go over there and be twacks together. No twacks, <laughs> twacks. We'll be twacks. No, 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 no. They all subscribe. They, they, I guarantee you, every single one of them prescribed to a gender. Oh, yeah. that's true. That's yeah. That, yeah they're, they're they're all twacks. Yeah. I want to go up to them and say I hate things too, but I'm not going to tell them what. Until someone asks me specifically, and I'm going to say, look him dead in the eye and say, you. You. You have to. I, somebody's absolutely going to ask you what you hate. I mean, right. first thing, that's, that's going to be a three-second conversation. Oh. 
Do you really think that'd be the first convers the first question is what do you hate? Or are they gonna say or the, are they gonna no, no, say you what you saying message? you saying I hate things too. Somebody immediate someone's immediate response to that would be like, What? Tomatoes. You can eat Attack tomatoes. Attack of the killer tomatoes. Oh, wow. I have not thought about that in a long time. Or the cartoon show? Classic movie and cartoon. Yes. Right. They were so angry. You know, there's a sequel and to the original somehow had military movie. uniforms on. It's so weird. There was, was a that, sequel to the movie. Was that Tremors? And it was terrible. <laughs> but it was supposed to be terrible, so I guess it would have been. Makes sense. That was Mongolian right. Deathworm. Versus Hobo with a Shotgun. Dude, that movie was the best thing ever. Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh, good memories. Didn't see it. It was good. You'd I've seen it. hobos before, and I've seen shotguns, but never with one. My, you never it's seen Mongolian them together. Hobo versus Deathworm with a shotgun. Deathworm with a shotgun. <laughs> what was that? We watched one movie one night. It was so like obscure. Like, oh god, it was hilarious. There was Troll. I watched that with Tristan. That movie. The was, original Troll? No, it was some weird movie, and this guy was just. It the, is it the animated one with Anna Kendrick no. and Justin Timberlake? No, it wasn't that one. Maybe it was called Troll Hunter. Oh, yeah, Troll Hunter, that, oh, that terrible one. found footage Scandinavian movie. Yeah. Where they were racing away from a super giant troll. Yeah, they were in a, like a white car. I don't know how that got as white high ratings as it did because it was a pretty terrible movie. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was dirt. Did it? So you're saying it didn't it bring you happiness? Works. It didn't bring me happiness. Because it brought me happiness. I went in expecting it to, and then it turned out just troll. Hmm. Just terrible. What about Three Happiness? Three Happiness? Yeah, it's actually the name of a restaurant in um, the Grand Rapids area. It's really good. Oh. But it's called Three Happiness. Hmm. Like, I don't, Is it like I don't... a translation from a foreign language? I assume so, because like, it's not like there was a dial, so you could go up to like Five Happiness or something. Like, right. Because like, if, if that was the option, why wouldn't you just go to Ten Happiness every time? Well, and if you're Maybe Three wasn't that. Maybe it was One, Two, and Three. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Got lazy. Yeah, be like, oh, we did three happiness. We're, I'm done. We'll, well get maybe, back to this later. Maybe yeah, there's never, three steps did. to happiness, and they figured it out, and they just won't tell anybody what they are. The three steps to happiness were um, teriyaki beef. Okay. A little mini grill they put on my table. Score. And pineapple. Mmm. That was my three happiness that night. That was your three steps to happiness? Yep. Well, see, it made sense then. I ordered, I, I ordered the, uh, the, 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 the teriyaki beef appetizer, and they brought me a little cast iron thing with a fire in it and a little grate on top and I could grill my own meat right there at the table. Oh, wow. so you're doing their work for them? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It's like it's like black it's like Blackstone but on a smaller scale. Black Rock. Black Rock or whatever we're calling it. Yeah. Rockstone. Black <coughs> Yeah, Black Rock names uh copyrighted. Trademarked. Mm. Figure that out uh, this week. Good to know. Good to know. What about the melting pot? Same thing? I don't know. I don't I'm not I'm not a fan of the melting pot. That's still around. I'm not a fan of yeah. the melting pot either where, for, where for the exact same reason. Where is that at? Is that in Fenton? No, melting pot's in Ann Arbor. Oh, yeah. It's farther, farther, farther south. Yeah, it's in Ann Arbor, and I think there's one closer to Detroit somewhere. So there's more than one. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah, chain. Yeah, it's a chain. It's a chain. Black Rock's apparently a chain, too. Yeah, it's a it chain. It is now, yeah. I didn't realize that until, like, last week. When I was on their website. Yeah, totally. I realized they had a whole bunch of places. They used to have the. They used to have just the one location, and then they've kind of gone crazy. Well, that's what you do when you want to make money, right? 
go crazy. Go crazy. I mean, that guy realized. I've been know, crazy for years, life. and I'm still working a job. So me I mean, too. That, I mean, he realized in a past life that if you brought a hot stone to somebody and told them to cook their meat on it, they do it all for you. Well, see, no, back when he was a caveman, he cooked out of stone, and then he so just he's happened to perfected get to, it. He perfected it, and he got to the point where they're using a actual volcanic rock. I'm going to give you money. Seven hundred fifty-five. I'm going to give you money to let me cook my own dinner. So what about the people who do it on the the salt slab? Like they heat the salt slab up and you cook your meat on the salt slab. I've never heard. Is of that this? the salt, next? Salt. Is that the next stage? Is that the next evolution to black rock? It would be black salt. No, no it would be plasma or rock they salt. Bring you out, like they just have a like a little ball of lava. They just put it in their table and then they like throw stuff around it and it just cooks everything. No, use the, uh, it's funny you said that because there's a lot of use that. Use that reflected, the, the, that, uh, the, the, the glass from the uh, projection screen TV and the sun. Oh, okay. Oh, super heat. the like, sun cook. The death, melts, the death ray. Like, yeah, yeah, it melts uh, copper and stuff like and that. And ants. <laughs> like burst, it will burst, they will burst into flames in a matter of seconds. That's right. So sun cooked is the next step. So the sun cooked restaurant. It's clean. Yeah. Yeah. can only open in the summertime. Yeah, only open in the summer. Actually, no. Any, any sunny day, you're going to go. As long as it's sunny out, you can be open. Yeah, yeah. what happens? So what do you do rains? on cloudy days? Lightning cook. You just turn into a you dance place? You only have place? salads. You only have salads? <laughs> it's a salad place. Maybe some soup. Yeah, that sounds really shit. It sounds that would horrible. That's funny. The, the menu changes based on the weather. You're like, oh, no, it's not sunny today. We're not doing meat. No. Yeah. We're not doing meat. It's Here's salad. your salad. Take it. Eat it. Love it. Get out of here. Give me your money. It's all it's it's all, it's all stews and stuff like that, comfort food for the rainy days. Like stews it. and breads, breads and stews, and disco stews, and disco stews, disco oh. stews, disco stew, and Sir Pat stew. <laughs> so we, I think the point of all this is we have no idea about happiness. I do. Oh, Jonathan, I know, I know of course, I Jonathan knows happiness. Is not the is not happiness doesn't come from the conscious pursuit of happiness. It's a byproduct of other things. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, happiness so, is whatever you're gonna make it. Make it. So wait, 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 wait. But you just said you can't do that because it's a byproduct of other things. So you can't just make yourself happy. No, no, no. I said it can't continuously be by one thing. Oh no. But it, if I keep buying different things, <laughs> if I keep buying different things, just you're like, going to be just happy. Like if I buy a really expensive magic card today, I'll be happy for like a week. Showing off, be like, yeah, look at this, I got this, you know. But then after that, everyone's gonna be like, he's just showing off because he got a lot of money. And then after that, I'll have to buy another one. Right. And well, be like, look at this one I got, guys. Why not just show off all the money? <laughs> look at all this scratch. Because then they just take the money. You run. No, they wouldn't. No, that's why you have your bodyguard. Oh, we have the bodyguards now? Well, it depends on how far we're going to take this absurd theory. Because I'd like to take it pretty far. (laughs) Well, explain. Explain what? I mean, money has uh, vast powers to make you happy. And I'm sure there's still, you know, more money, more problems. It's a scientific fact. I believe there's a theory in Oxford about that. Uh, But less money does not equal less problems. No. Less security. So I would rather take the money and whatever problems come with it. The answer to the question actually goes back to Ken's statement earlier. Almost back when we first started recording today. Living within your means. 
is how you find happiness. That sounds shitty. It's actually when from Aristotle. Super broke, and your means are you eat the same chicken and rice plate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because that's all you can afford. Because there are large swaths of the country, the world, really, uh, where that's that's how life rolls. And I'm sure some of those people are happy, but that's but you're relying happy. on food to make you happy. Sure, there's a whole industry about that. There's like a multi-billion dollar industry on how that's a real thing that makes people happy. Absolutely. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I, well, I found that... But that what my, then we go back to my point. That one thing is not going to make you happy, except for when you're experiencing it. If you went... What's the best meal you ever had? Mm, probably seafood pizza in Belize. Does it still make you happy today? Or is it making you sad because you're not having it right now? No, it makes me happy when I remember it. Yeah. Because it was good. Does it make you a little bit sad that you're not having it right now? Surprisingly, no. Okay. I, I would actually have assumed so, it should have. But so no. that means that currently, because it, you're, you, happiness is finding the mean of a balance between two excesses. The fact of not having it and having it are the excesses. You found happiness in the fact that you had it once and you're happy with it okay right now. You found the mean point between the two uh, ends of the spectrum that that pizza still brings you happiness birth of your kid still brings you happiness yeah i mean it's a long annoying day at the hospital the the receipt of the kid that was cool yeah right the whole birthing process seems kind of annoying uh much more for my wife, but, but, uh, but the end, but I'm the just going to say, the you, have, you better add that little tidbit. Yeah, no, 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 because okay, I, mean, I get to say it was annoying. She gets to say it was like a horrible thing that hurt a lot. Right. Um, and for me, it was just, well, but we it's, aren't, but it's we aren't playing video games or doing something amusing today. We're just hanging out in the hospital till a little baby plops out of you. Right. But it's brought in you happiness, right? Yeah. Okay. There are parents out there whose children do not bring them happiness. It happens. That's true. You know, it does. Sadly, it does. So your experience with your adventures of having children has brought you happiness. Pete, has having a child brought you happiness? Having not actually birthed my first child, I would say, I don't know. The answer to that question is no, because Pete doesn't have any children. Exactly. So he Therefore... Doesn't... Having one has not brought him happiness. Yeah, so the questions mute to him then. Right, well, but also you're asking questions with a yes or no answer, which yes and no does not even begin to cover. Everything can be answered in yes and no's because it's either it's either yes or no. Today, everything's binary. I mean, everything's technically binary. There are some things that, that are not. You can, that always, a consistent you can always break it down. Do you love tacos? Yes. Now, I'm going to sit down and feed you 800 tacos in a row till you're vomiting on the floor and then ask you again, do you love tacos? And your answer is going to be yes, because you said yes once before, and it is always and forever true. No, it can, that's not that it can't change. It's still just a yes or no question. So what's It's still the, binary. That's... Everything the answer comes can down. change, but the answer is still one or the other. It's still yes or no. It can't ever change so th- from yes or no. There isn't the answer. There's an answer. 
at that time. The current answer. Which is why happiness is only going to affect the situation at the time. If I hit you with my car and broke your leg, you're probably not going to be very happy. But if I did it to save your child, you probably would still be happy. I guess, but that's... Now we're in the same time and place where I am both happy and unhappy. Yeah, because you have a broken leg. Right, so it's not binary. Well, it is, because you you still have to break down the questions individually. Are you happy that I broke your leg? Yes or no? No. Are you happy that I saved your child? Sure, but that doesn't change my answer about the leg. It doesn't have to. Why aren't you a better driver? We don't have to. Because that's a separate question. Their questions don't always have to be together. It's not Everything is always binary. It's always one question. Think of it this way. When you're driving down M15 and you want to decide at which restaurant to go to, there's five restaurants right around in that same vicinity, right? How do you pick which restaurant you want to go to? Subconsciously, your mind goes through and pairs each one of those two restaurants together. Do I want Taco Bell or McDonald's? Well, if I had to choose between those two, I'd take Taco Bell. And then real quick, you're going to think, well, would I choose Taco Bell or Burger King? I want, I don't like Burger King, so it's still Taco Bell. Each one of those questions so fastly happens in your mind that you don't even really consciously think of them. Think of phantom driving. And you end up picking a place to go eat. But you went through every single one of those possibilities. Even though you think you were picking between five places, each instant you were actually picking between two until you narrowed it down to one. You think so fast that you don't realize that you're thinking in those steps and processes, but you actually are, and it's awesome. But everything is technically binary. So what color is the wallpaper? So we would go through listing all the colors really fast and say, is there wallpaper behind me? There is no wallpaper. The chicks have the ceiling. Well, that, that's white. Okay, and so through, not, through a nearly infinite series of yes or no questions, we will come up with that, that white ceiling is, or blue. Is or, white. or dark blue, blue, dark blue behind the TV. Okay. Pete's yellow, Ken's, whatever color I said he was earlier. And that's, that's and the reason why that is because that's um, how Jonathan has programmed. Right. That, yes, once exactly. You, once That's you put program. everything into binary terms, then it does start seeming a little bit more like a program where there's only. But when on you start off. thinking about it, it's the, it's every question and every conversation always ends with yes and no answers. And in that way, everything is truly a simulation. It is. And there's no point to anything to any of it. Well, because yeah, everything because comes down to ones and zeros. Do I want to eat a Taco Bell or Burger King? Comes down to. We've run that simul. We're, that's us running a simulation in our head, and coming up with the best solution. Like if you told me to pick between Taco Bell and Burger King, I'm going Taco Bell every time. Even if I got sicky in Taco Bell one time, I'll still go back to Taco Bell. One school. time, when you get, mm. when you only get sicky in Taco Bell one time. I've actually never been sick from eating at Taco Bell. No, me neither. I've been, but I've been sick for me and I hit I get uh, sick from Burger Taco Bell every a time. A lot of times. I spit out a tumor. Sometimes Burger King. So, sometimes it's the flaming poops. Sometimes it's heartburn. I was gonna say there's always an effect. I get back end sick. Yeah, from Taco Bell. I maybe it's because what I eat. I he don't. He gets a case of the flaming ass. <laughs> he is a flaming yeah. ass. Flamer. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, everything really—that's what it comes down to when you think about it. You just you you process things so fast in your mind that you don't think about it. It's just like me driving to work every morning. 
I go from Dort Highway to Hamburg Road, and I don't remember going through downtown Flint. There's many mornings that way. Right. You know, or I'll be driving home from Port Huron to home, and the next day, the last thing I remember was I passed the Sitco station at the third exit after getting on the expressway in Port Huron, and I'm at the Buckside Farm. Right. I don't remember driving. There's 32 curves on the expressway between those two points. I don't remember any of them, but I got there. Never mm. drive with Johnny. Exactly. That's, and that's the all next I time you're going to be one. driving from Port Huron to uh, remind, let me know. Remember that time we went there? That was a bad. I do. Awesome I, I do remember. We need to go again. That was a great day. What are you doing Saturday? I'm not sure yet. Right. Well, we can make a plan right now. Hmm. But anyways, when so you when if you, you say, really yeah. start breaking everything down and start thinking about it and how everything gets answered, all conversations are actually questions, even though they might necessarily have a question at the end of it. But conversations are just questioning after question after question. Or are they? <laughs> Exactly. Even that statement right there, exactly, was technically a question. Was I asking you a question about, am I right or wrong? Wrong. Right, that didn't seem like a question. It seemed well, like it could have been. Oh, oh, that wasn't a question. Okay. I just usually default to wrong when he asks me a question. It's learned behavior. <laughs> I, would, I would agree. I would say I'm wrong. That's the one thing about myself is I always know that there's only one thing that I do know is that I know nothing. Agreed. Agreed. Me too. Wait, what are we talking about? The fact that we know nothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the only well, thing that I know for 100% is that I know nothing. Yeah, because we already determined earlier that it was unknowable. Correct. In a sense. It all comes back around, man. So why bother Full thinking about circle. it? Full circle. I don't know. Because my simulation program says I want to think about it because it's fun to me and that brings me happiness and that's why we're here sitting in this basement right now. Hmm. All right, so let's move on. What mm-hmm. else brings you happiness? How about games? Childhood board games? Childhood board games. Let's talk about that. So Pete that. wants to say everybody hates Monopoly, and I'm going to have to disagree with him. I here. hate Monopoly. If I like Monopoly, I like playing wrong. Monopoly, but I hate playing with bad Monopoly players. Like, who's a, like, describe a bad Monopoly player. Peter Hinterman. You've never played Monopoly with me, my friend. I can't because you don't like playing Monopoly. Exactly. So let's play. Right now, it's in there. I saw it. We're, we're not going to do that. There's also, two, there's also two upstairs, but they have purposes. So, Ken, do you like Monopoly? And this is a yes or no question. No. No. Okay. Danon, Monopoly. No. Okay. Jonathan, Monopoly. It's not my favorite. Yes uh, or no, yes man. Yes or no. Yes or it's no. A yes or no question. You, you definitely just got off, like, don't hurt yourself, falling off that high horse. You have to answer <laughs> yes or no. Well, no, because in this situation right now, is if it's if I have to answer yes or no, uh, the answer is you yes. Do. Okay, the answer is yes. Why? Why do I enjoy Monopoly? Why do you enjoy Monopoly? What is so wrong with your brain that you think that that's a, na- a game that people should enjoy? Go ahead. The reason I enjoy Monopoly, playing Monopoly, is most of the time because playing Monopoly, you're getting involved with people who you actually like until somebody does something bad and then you flip the table. They, and you rage quit. Yeah. Well, that's the only way to end a Monopoly yeah, game. Yeah, you don't actually end a Monopoly game. No, it's game. not, actually. I've, I've played Monopoly to the to, to the bitter end. And it's With the legit right. rules? Was yes. it satisfying? In fact, that's, or did that's you always how I win. quit and forgot? If you play Monopoly the way the rules are actually written, it's actually a very quick game most of the time. Yeah, But everybody always made maybe. house rules. 
to make the game longer. And by making the game longer, it made it worse. Why would you want to make that game longer? I mean, that makes enemies out of friends and friends out of enemies. Wait a minute. No, just enemies, enemies. out of friends. Right. Just but I also like playing Magic the Gathering Commander, which is a four-player game of politics with playing Magic the Gathering. And I play that a lot. Yeah, well, I actually... And that's worse than Monopoly. No, see, it's no, not, because it's... I play Munchkin with my friends, and that that's, that's actually that's a very not... competitive game. But it's not, as wor- it's not as bad as Monopoly. I think the reason you probably don't like Monopoly is because you have this feeling of money is supposed to buy you happiness, and that money is not buying you actual real happiness in that instance, yet you're spending Monopoly money. No, I don't like Monopoly because... You know, but the whole theory there without even actually ever playing Monopoly with Pete, I... <clears throat> I'm not comfortable with you making those kind of suppositions, but But that's the fact of what a theory is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a hypothesis of what I think. No, a hypothesis and a theory is Yeah, yeah, but a hypothesis is supposed to be based on evidence. I'm basing on what evidence I have. You have no evidence. Pete says he doesn't like playing Monopoly. I'm going to start throwing shit out there and says why he doesn't. That was my first one. Obviously, I was wrong. Boy, were you. So why don't you like Monopoly, jackass? I just told you. It's because... No, he interrupted you. No, well, it's because whenever you play Monopoly, you find out who the worst person in your group is. Like at playing the game or in no, life? No, just in life. So if the you... four of us played Monopoly, you would find out which one of us was the worst person in life. Yeah, and it sounds like it'd be you. Why is it going to be really me? Does. <laughs> because because you like the quits. game. I don't. I never raged quit Monopoly. Okay, That's okay, let's go way. through this really quick. Danon, what have you rage quit? Uh, mostly only Monopoly. Okay, Ken, rage quit. I don't think I've ever rage quit anything. John, rage quit. The Lion King video game for the Super Nintendo. Okay, fair, fair. Me, rage quit. Um, Life. No, I think I I quit a ri- a game of Risk once. I've seen people rage quit Risk. Risk, I, risk is rage quittable. Yeah. Other than I uh, like it, but it's rage quittable. I've, sure. I've rage quit matches in MTG. Did you, did you rage quit because you didn't capture the Kanchatka Peninsula? Uh, no, I rage what? I rage quit. Kanchatka, you go for Siam. Lockdown because, Australia first. No, I rage quit because everybody decided that I was the only enemy to gang up on. Rule Vladivostok, rule the world. That sounds a lot like uh, MTG Commander. It's just too hard to hold. You can't, you can't do that. You get Mexico and you get Siam. Yeah, you, you really you want Australia and move out from there because yeah, that's, that's your stronghold in that. Anyways, we can get into risk. Here's here's another thing another, right here too though. Time. You guys are talking about risk. I've never had anybody sit down and teach me how to play risk. Well, it's got its own direction. That's because nobody ever. <laughs> right. got, that's because nobody plays by the rules. In the box. I play by the rules. Have if you, you play had, by the rules, it gets pretty ridiculous. Well, my pretty point quick. is that I've never played risk. Okay. In my family, we play Monopoly. But well, my family played Monopoly too, but I still hate see, it. I play, when, I, when I play Monopoly, and, and there aren't a lot of people around anymore who um, do this, um, who play Monopoly with me, I pl- play by the rules as they're written. So you get to buy properties the first time around and land on them? Yes. If you don't buy them, they go to auction. Yes. That's the way it's supposed to be played. Yeah, it is. And what I do for a living involves money budgeting and forecasting which is basically what monopoly is i have have an unfair advantage because i know the rules and i know how life works and i almost always win and it pisses people off that's why i don't like to play monopoly 
I've never had I've never played a Monopoly game where someone didn't get upset with me. I agree. That's normally what happens to me too. So I don't like go out and like find like Monopoly competitions or Monopoly sports. No, I, right. As is, as is the case with most games, board games, you play with people that you like. I just <laughs> prefer to not have to deal with that kind of stuff with but, people. That well, I like. here's the here's the thing about Monopoly though, like you can play other games, like let's say you're playing Trivial Pursuit or you're playing the Game of Life, which was one of my favorites as a kid, and you could lose those games and not be pissed off at the person that was winning. I always get angry at Trivial Pursuit. I love Why? Trivial Pursuit, and no one will play with me. Because I don't know things like that. I don't remember oh. stuff. I don't remember those kind of facts. Will we only play the 1980s version of Trivial Pursuit? Yes, we will. <laughs> the real version. The moops. The moops. The old blue box. Yep, the blue box. Yep, so you have to think of all your answers. Like, hmm, if I were writing this trivia game in 1982... What would the actual answer be? Oh, Yugoslavia. Oh, great. <laughs> I won't play Pictionary except with America. a certain select yeah. few people as my partner. You won't play Pictionary <clears throat> except for a select few people as your partner? Yeah. Like, if they're not my partner, I won't play. Well, I'm terrible at art, so you wouldn't choose me. But, yeah. That's it's, a, it's another game that pisses people off when, I, when we play it. Pictionary? Really? Pictionary? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't piss any. Christmas never... parties at Ken's apartment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pictionary. Yeah. Yep. Next thing you know, it's 14 turns later. We've we've we've, we've just breezed through the board, and everybody's sitting there like, what "What's going on? Why are we still here?" And they're all still at the beginning line. And there's like two teams at the end, <clears> and we're just playing against each other basically. And and then that ends that game, and then we yeah. start something different. Well, I think that's one of the things about Monopoly that I don't like is because it very quickly becomes apparent who's going to win, and that game stops being fun. Well, it does. Yeah, once once and I think once actually, it turns once the table turns into somebody's direction, it's not turning back. No, it very rarely does. I mean, that was the whole point of the game: is it was a cautionary tale of runaway capitalism, and you see pretty quickly, like, oh, that guy has all the money; he is going to own all of the things, and we are all going to the poorhouse. Yeah, and that's that's what's happening right now, and it, it, it just hurts. To just call that a game and then put Star Wars on it and be like, isn't this fun? And you're like, no, this is our lives and it sucks. In that aspect, I can see why you don't like Monopoly. Yeah. I really do. And I'm not saying that I love Monopoly and I want to play it like every second of every day, but I don't hate Monopoly. Okay. We have one person that doesn't hate it. Ken hates it because he wins and people get mad at him. Dana and I hate it for different reasons. What game, when you were young, board game, was your favorite? Risk. Dana and Risk? Oh, yeah. Like I the old that. one with the blocks? Yeah, yeah, we had the blocks. Actually, it was like the, the double one, and the, the board flipped over. It was Risk and Castle Risk. It was the first thing I bought with my own money at Benjamin Franklin. Dude, I love that store. Ben Franklin. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I there, was so excited. I found one still open in Tawas. Oh, they exist, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. No, it's it was fun, but it's so hard to get people to play Risk with you because that is a commitment. It's a long and game. It is a long, uh, from what I understand, it's a long game. But like it's I said, I've never game. played it. It's a lot of dice rolling. It's fun. Yeah. Ken. There's a lot of strategy, and you um, get screwed a lot. I like Life. Big fan of the game of Life. Uh, Clue. Ooh, Clue's, great, Clue's a classic. Was, was a, was a I, still, I still like Clue. Um, oddly enough, and this is something that's really weird, um, and I think it comes back to that to the, the raginess that just surrounds Monopoly. 
people hate me when I play Monopoly. They also hate me when I play Trivial Pursuit, and I love it. It's a different kind of... I can't of ever game. get anyone to play Trivial Pursuit with me. I I'll play it. Trivial Pursuit with you, man. Oh, I'd love it. I like Trivial I'll Pursuit. I'll watch you guys do it, but I won't play. Yeah. I'm not going to say a win, <laughs> but I'll play with you, and I won't get mad. Alright, I have my categories. Yeah, yeah, we got our categories. Also, categories also that I fear. Um, sports, sports like, and leisure. Like the uh, new one is seen it, with the, like you know about yeah. the, with the, uh, the DVD player and all of that. Stuff. I don't like that because, I mean, it's nothing new. It's like you you've seen it before, right? Because you can't ever get like really new questions in that, right? It's only what's on the DVD. Well, you have to keep buying new different versions of it. There's they have updated um, versions. Of the oh, game. smart marketing. Yeah. It's the game that never ends because there's always new shit they make every year. They keep putting out movies. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's almost never like a pop. I don't think there's a pop culture like you know, movies of the last five years or like they always throw in stuff from like fifty years ago. They're always doing that. Okay, okay, I guess. I mean, I've seen the '63 version of Lion in Winter. It's one of my favorite movies, so of course I know that stuff. So Jonathan, m- my favorite board game as a child. That's the question? Yes. That's a yes or no question. Um, I'd have to say probably my favorite game as a child was Pop-O-Matic Trouble. Okay. It was um, fun just to hit that bubble. Well, it was actually when I would go over to my grandma and grandpa's house. It was the game that my grandma would play with me. Um, it was the, actually the only game that she would play with me. Right, but that's barely a game. You it's a said game. to it's me a as a child. That is a, that is a warm memory, but I have that game, the Frozen version, and have played it with my kids, and it is super boring because it's totally For you. There's no strategy involved. Well, other than do I move this piece or that piece, but it's just, again, the, the most fun thing is the pop bubble. Yeah, but uh, he, but the, as a kid, that was his favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I answered the question. No, I know. But, I mean, that's like saying, like, Hi-O Cheerio or something. Oh, nobody likes Hi-O Cheerio. <laughs> nobody likes the ladders. Shoots and ladders can be fun, but that's all that's all the roll of dice. It's fun to laugh at someone when they go down the super giant slide. The super giant slide at the very end. Well, yeah. Son of a Ken, when you were younger, who did you play your bo- most of your board games with? Friends. Other, other people at the age. elderly uh, center. Friends of my age. Cousins. Who did you play board my games brother. with? My so, brother. Family. <clears throat> yeah. Family. Family, I'm assuming. Uh, no, I had two sisters, dude. Um my friends. Friends? Yeah, my sisters wouldn't play See, games with me. Well, okay, the, the the main game I used to play, my favorite was Hero Quest. I used to play games with him all the time. He just didn't. <laughs> yeah, mine was Hero Quest. And <clears> I don't know if you've games. not seen this this game. It was pretty sweet. It was uh, one board, but you could configure it any way you wanted to by blocking off hallways and walls and adding trap doors and different doors to the rooms. Really? It's pretty sweet game, and you played it kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons, but there were statues, and you'd open a door, and you have to actually put the open door thing on the. Because then you have lines of sight, so you have open door thing, and then yeah, you would put like, like yeah, but you would put like the little like orc. Say you're fighting an orc, a little plastic orc where you can see, so you know in that room there is an orc. But because there's a dungeon master that sets this up, you know there's an orc, but there might be more. You know, yeah, tons of fun. I had all the expansions. We played it for hours and hours and hours, and it had regular dice and battle dice with skull and, skulls and shields on it. So like if you had a sword, like say you got a special sword that. You know, you have the power of three. You get to roll three dice to see if you get more skulls than shields. And then if they, you can actually block with shields. So if they rolled a skull against you, you can try to roll a shield. Mm. It's a pretty sweet game. That does sound like a good game. Yeah, it, it totally went away. 
It's you can't, still there. You can't find it anymore. It, it, you can find it. It's just not called Hero Quest anymore. There are versions of the exact same game you just talked about. Oh, they, well, they probably copied Hero Quest. That's why. Exactly. But that was my favorite. My point was, though, is that my friend group, we didn't play board games when we were younger. We were outside. We played War, G.I. Joe's, stuff of that nature. We weren't really board game people. Yeah, not with friends. Well, we were we were board game people when it was like cold, really cold, or rainy. See, by the time I was old enough to really live that part, of video games were out by then. So when it was cold and rainy, it was video games. Well, we used to do that too, but we used to expand our horizons. Yeah, we still like you know, grew up like. I mean, I had it. All my Nintendo. friends played video games. We didn't have video games at my house, so you know, uh, there was board games and stuff like that. So we kind of kept feet in both worlds. Yeah, but the only board game person who I'd actually normally play a board game with was my dad, and his game was Monopoly. So, okay, I can see that. So that's probably also another reason why I don't hate Monopoly. Right, play with my dad all the time. I mean, I mean, another classic is Candyland, and when my nephews Uh, and niece were young, I used to play Candyland with them. Yeah, I play that with my kids too. It's, I mean, I played those nice, as well here and there, but they weren't ever like mainstays. But Monopoly was a mainstay. We had, you know, weekly Monopoly night type of thing. So much punishment. She used to play like Scrabble. No, oh, my Scrabble. mom loves that. Like, stuff. My grandma, my grandma I still plays Scrabble. Scrabble. <sighs> or Boggle. But I suck at words. Didn't own, never, um, I've never owned Boggle. And uh, like Outburst. Yeah. Oh, and Scattergories. Scattergories. Yeah. I just love that giant dice. Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Or die. Yeah. Yeah. die, yeah. Yeah. We play Yahtzee sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah Yahtzee's Yahtzee. fun. Yahtzee. Yep. I remember playing that a lot, actually, because I actually get my mom would play with us. I dig me some Yahtzee. Anything with some good dice rolling, I'll be in. Yeah. Thing, we used to play cards. Mm-hmm. My grandma yep. loved to play cards. Oh, yeah. Uh, Grandma's do. 500 Rummy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Rummy Cube. Oh, I remember Rummy Cube. Yeah. Rummy Cube. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I used to play that with my grandparents and my mom. We actually get uh, all together. You remember when Sequence first came out? Back when there was actually you would take a deck of cards and you cut them into fours. I and do that's remember actually that. How you yeah. build the board? I have an original Indian uh, built uh, plexiglass board um, from the original people who made the game. My and, ex-wife's uh, grandparents had a had an old school Sequence. Right on. I remember playing that game a lot. That was really popular. And then there was the card games, Uno, Skippo. My Uno grandparents loved to play Skippo. And we'd have, whenever we would go over, that would be one of the games we would play with them. So I really didn't play board games with younger people. It was always mm-hmm. my parents or my grandparents and stuff. And it was always more of that nature and stuff oh, like so that. Yeah, for, for the older people, it was always cards. It was always card games. No, always cards. I cards did have... Knuckle, Euchre... Yeah. Oh yeah, the Michigan, the Michigan euchre. Yeah. Oh yeah. My everybody here's a champ at that. No, I have forgotten how to play euchre more times than I have played euchre. Really? I every single time. We're gonna have to play euchre. I only play it like, I don't know. We have to play euchre while recording a podcast. We can do that. Yeah. And uh, every three years, I'll play a euchre game once, one night. Yeah. Okay, we need to get Uh, you back. Be your partner, Chapo. As a Michigander. Who? You know, have to know, know how to David? play euchre. That's okay because the last time I played euchre, I wasn't allowed to play it the second time because I won every hand. Oh well, there you go. Or did you did you go alone every hand? I don't know. I don't remember how to play right now. <laughs> they were teaching <laughs> See, me how to play, and after they taught me how to play, 
It was kind of the same thing. So, so you played once in your life? Euchre? Yeah. Yeah. So you had Banner's Luck. I don't know if I would call it that. I would call it that. You just got the cards, man. The Euchre, the so Euchre is through, knowing you your partner. Dry, you can go through a dry spell. Yeah, Euchre is knowing your partner more than and, what you got And not get the cards for 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, you're going to get all farmer hands. I don't even know what that means. Exactly. That's, a, that's another game where people have house rules. Yep, house rules. Do you does the de- do, do you play screw the dealer? Do you not? Yeah, we don't play dick the dealer in my house. We usually do. It's funner that way. It, it, I mean, it is fun. I don't deny that. You really but have to be skillful. If I would dealer. prefer. I prefer the game to just progress. That's fair. Rather than yeah. Um, one of my favorite games as a late child, like older child, was the um, Marvel superhero board game. I that actually was, had that. They had a lot of good cards with that, actually. Oh, this was one of the ones before the card version. Oh, never mind that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I've only ever saw it twice. I saw it once on eBay for like $300 recently, a couple years ago probably. And my friend had one, and I would play it at his house. Um, I had the versions after that one, where it was more of the X-Men and the Uncanny X-Men uh, board games. I had a lot of board games, but being an only child with a 10-year-older-than-me half brother we didn't play board games so i never had anybody really come over and play board games you know it wasn't one of the things that you know we would do it's all right jonathan kids don't play board games anymore anyways i play i play them now right yeah you know what what do you play now what what what's what board game have you have you played most recently most most recently yes uh house on the haunted hill yeah, that's Dana. Okay, um, it's actually the DC deck building game. Oh, that's a good one too. That that one we, I have played with. I can't even count anymore how many house rules you mm. cannot break that game. Like it just is fun every single time. Yeah, and uh, you can never really you get a feeling for who's winning, but it's always closer than you thought, and you can just screw with the rules so much. It's fun. Have you guys ever played Quarriers? The dice deck building game. Nope. That one's really fun. My friend Brian Ravy has it. Yeah, I love that one. Um, play D&D a lot, obviously. Yeah. Some people consider that to be a board game, because we do play with miniatures and stuff Didn't of that nature. we just have a conversation about not using people's last names before we started recording this podcast? In bad ways. <laughs> I was talking about them in a good way. I don't really think it matters in that aspect. but You're not in charge of what's good and what's bad. So... That got weird. Okay, it got weird. Anyways, got Ken. Scolded. Ken, what's your what's what board game that you played most recent? Most recently played board game. Or game in general, I Probably guess. Sc- I think the last good board game I played was Scrabble. Scrabble. Um, but we have a closet full of board games in there and Pictionary, Scattergories, uh, Trivial Pursuit. I mean, we have most of just about everything we've been talking about. Um, in terms of like the big name, you know. Uh, board games, but I think Scrabble is probably the last game I, the last board game I played. My 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 last board game would be Scrabble. Also, have the deluxe board with the rotating. Yeah, because if you're gonna go go big or go home, that's my motto. Right. No Scrabble, and um, the other weekend I played the Cyanide and Happiness card game. Oh, was it fun? It is fun. I want to try it. It's hilarious. Yeah, I played a lot of apples to apples in the last ten years. Um. Cards Against Humanity. I love Cards Against Humanity because they're always coming out with expansions. 
Yep. There's always something fresh and new. Apples to apples. Do you ever play the ones where they're actually <clears throat> the, the pictures of things? That's the kids' version. <laughs> I don't think it is. It is. <laughs> it is the kids' version. No. Speaking of pictures of things, though, have you played the meme game? No. No, I have not. Love that it. sounds fun. Love it. Wait, you oh, just my meme friend it? Rob talks it's, it's, about it. It's like the meme, the, the popular meme images, and then you know the card is like the caption. Oh. So it's coming up with the uh, with the best caption you've heard. That yeah. would probably be fun. That probably would be it, fun. It is. It's it's fun. It's fun to. Yeah. We'll have to do that. Yeah, I always like those ones because you, you you hear a lot of funny things, but as a game, anyone where someone is just arbitrarily gets to be the judge and it's their own personal opinion always gets me because I never win those ones. You have to play to the audience. You ha- right? Yeah, you have to play to your audience. It's the same. You're not playing the cards. You're playing the person who's the play, the playing the person opposite you. Kind of like Texas Hold'em. It's not really about the cards. It's about you know the other person. Yeah, you have so to play your audience. Is that ex- person unless unless you have that goddamn funny card, and then you and just, just play the laugh. I think it. I always get crappy cards. Or you have the situation you where um, you have like that one person who's just a total killjoy, and they're gonna be oh well that doesn't make any sense. I'm not picking that one. It's just, it, you're looking for a good laugh generally. Yeah, you're no. playing that. For well, laughs. that's what I'm playing for. Yeah. The, well, like, then then why does it matter who wins? Because <laughs> it's a game. Which means there's supposed to be a winner. I mean, it is a okay, sport. It's after a sport all. after all. So, on that note, I think we're gonna move to our uh, our weekly edition of uh, yeah. Let's do it. Of the uh, ten card game here. Yeah, let's do this right now. So, uh, who would you choose as your cellmate in prison, Dana? Ooh, wait, of the four of us? Or yeah, just, just the four of us. I can't pick Morgan Freeman. No. Well, Although I did see a really funny picture today of Shawshank Redemption 2 starring Jared yeah. and um, Bill Cosby. That. Yeah, uh, that one. Um, that one got me. I guess I'd have to pick Pete just because I've known him the longest. And I think if like Prison Riot came, I could take him. Right on. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Pete, who would you pick? Oh, man. That's a tough decision. I would probably go with Danan, just because we've known each other for so damn long. Right. Probably. Right on. Ken? I, I probably pick you, Jim. That's funny thing, because I'm going to pick Ken. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> That's the really awkward part here about this whole that whole thing. I just knew it. As soon as he said Pete, I'm like, we're just going to pick our, our, our polar similars. And that's exactly what we did. I mean, you know, I might pick Pete because he has that sweet, sweet mouth. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't forget the banana hammock. Oh, the banana hammock. It's going to be lonely. Yeah, the banana hammock. Oh, is, are you saying this is the law of attraction? It could be. <laughs> that is the reason why we're all sitting here, okay. technically. Uh, who of us would jaywalk in front of a cop? I have done that and was <laughs> scolded for it. Danan. <laughs> I'll go with Damon then. I've, I have done it and faced no consequences. I've actually also been scolded for it. I'm conven- I, can, um, I can be conveniently white when I want to be. Where, where was <clears throat> it? It wasn't, it wasn't anywhere local. I was traveling at the time. But, yes, I did get scolded for jaywalking by a police officer. My experience of jaywalking in front of a police officer, police officer was he stopped a patrol car sideways on the road to stop traffic so I could cross the road. No. Hmm. Oh. Harrison Street. U of M Flint. Okay. Yep, underneath the uh, skywalk between the parking ramp and the oh, yeah. library. Oh, the one way? Yeah. Yep. So that you was my left. We're not just using the sky ramp? No. 
Because the parking lot was was actually closed. Oh yeah, they closed that door on the other side. Anyways, what's the next what's the next question? Ken didn't answer that one. Oh, did he? Yeah. He said no, I said Danon. Oh okay. Uh, which one of us is first in line for hell? They're all looking at me. Just so you know. Ken, <laughs> I'm gonna say Ken. He's got the face. Sorry to disappoint. I've accepted Jesus as my personal savior. Jabo's going to hell. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to pick myself too. I did that dogs once. hate me. Does it, how, I mean, how long does that last? Like, do you, do you have to renew your subscription? Because when apparently I was a kid, it's once and done. Oh well, then it's one and done. I'm pretty set. And also, I sold my soul to a very nice guy. At one point, uh, <clears> lost <throat> in a card game actually. Um, but I feel like it's in good hands. I think he's gonna do better than me. Because it's uh, the guy from Allstate. No, it was when I won that game. You're in good hands. I told him I would do better. <laughs> Who are you picking, Pete? Oh, I thought I already picked. I said, I said Ken. Ken's yeah. going to hell first. Oh, that's right. Yeah, straight there. Well, we know it's not going to be Pete. Oh, Damon didn't pick actually. Then All right. I could, I could see him as a sharply dressed devil. Like that's real congenial. Like I said, he's like got the face showing you way to the lake of fire. See, yeah. I don't see him as being a devil because he's he's too nice to everybody and he's always happy. I don't know. He's got oh, that sinister look about that's him. That's how the devil gets you. Yeah. <laughs> he never comes up with like, I am the devil. Do what I want you to. No. He's always like persuading you to do it. Well, we're going to face off because I voted for myself in that one because I don't see you. I voted off. for you too. I know. That's what I said. It's two versus two. They both picked you and I picked you and me. Picked myself. Well, you're both technically going to hell, so. Technically, we're all going to hell anyway, so it really yeah. doesn't matter. Well, no. Pete and I are Catholic. We're going to purgatory. Ooh, we got purgatory. That's okay. I'll save you. Okay, sweet. Which is basically the same thing. Yeah. Who of us always sees the glass half full? Ken. Ken. I think that's the point of that whole conversation earlier. Vote for yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say we all do. Oh, that's cute. I- I'm going to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jaden's voting against himself. <laughs> Which one of us is secretly a superhero? I think it's uh, Jonathan. I'm the superhero. I think he's. Yeah, I think he's. Is that why you guys treat me like shit today? Yeah, <laughs> we got to bring you down a peg, <laughs> right? All right. So Pete said me, Danon. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'd be well kept secret. I'll go with Jay. I'm 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 thinking I lean toward Damien because he's more athletic than all of us. Yeah, he does play soccer on Sundays. Um, wow. He does have that Darkwing Duck slash Drake Mallard esque quality about him. You know, I always thought that. A certain I see it now. I can see it now. <laughs> but uh, oh I think in terms of like uh, I, I think Jabo is probably the most altruistic one of us. Um, so I, I would say Jabo. I'd have to pick Ken. Okay. Super accountant Ken. Mm. Right. Well, the super happy nice guy, accountant Ken. Who is late so often that you no longer show up on time? Jonathan. (laughs) I'll take Pete's words for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Okay. (laughs) It's unanimous, man. Uh, I can't even vote for anybody else on that one. I can't. Uh, who is currently reading a self-help book? Ken. Ken. Um, how, how to build wealth. Who, is that really? I don't Ken. think that's a self-help book, how to build wealth. It kind of is. 
I don't think so. It's in the same mode. No. It's in the same section. That's a tutorial. It's in, pers- it's in personal growth. It's I mean, a- that's where you find it in the bookstore. It's not in fiction. Pete, Pete knows. He used to work at a bookstore. Multiple. I don't think... No. I think that's more of a tutorial guide than a self-help book. That's or what a self-help, self-help book is. I guess tutorial guides? Right. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm sorry to disappoint, but I'm actually reading uh, a collection of short stories by Tom Hanks. Weird. Okay. What's it called? Uncommon Type. I'll have to look it up. I highly recommend it. Is it about a serial killer who collects typewriters and is also a famous actor? No, actually, but all of the stories do feature a typewriter of some kind. Right on. Dana? Um, what's the question? I was going to say, you forgot who we is currently about. reading a self-help book. Pete said Ken. Oh. Yeah, I went with Ken. You're saying Ken, too. Yep. Ken, who are you picking? Um, I would say probably me, too. <laughs> Actually, just, I don't see a lot of readers here. I'm reading a book by Peter Brett, actually, right now. For the first time in my life in a recent, recently short amount of time, I am not reading a self-help book. So, oh. Not me. So. But it wait normally, a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute. Did you say in a room where there is an editor that you don't see anybody that reads stories or is a reader at all? Recreationally. Oh, okay. Carry on. It's been a minute. I'm listening to a book at the moment. Actually, I have I have a couple of audiobooks I've been meaning to start. I just haven't taken it. I don't drive anywhere anymore. I used to like to listen to them in the car. I don't drive anywhere anymore. So. Yeah, that's where I listen to mine. I listen to them at my desk at work. When, when, we, go, when we go somewhere as a family, um, we're, we're doing Harry Potter. Oh, nice. So um, I've got uh, there's a couple of books I was really excited about and downloaded the audiobooks. I had a free download from Audible and haven't used them yet. <clears throat> Who would be your prom date if you were 17? Out of us? Wait, I gotta pick one of you mugs. No, we'll oh. go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Pete again. Actually, you know, sweet, yes, sweet yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of us would be your prom yeah. date? My prom date. Ooh, Ken. I'm gonna have a Ken. I feel like Ken would. Ken knows how to treat a lady. <laughs> I always I always bring flowers. <laughs> Pete, while I've said before that the song "You Make Me Feel Like a Woman" <laughs> was our song, and this question is since since I'm going with Danan. Oh, man. You broke my heart. I want everybody else to be jealous because of the awesome hair. Oh, yeah. He did get a haircut. That's true. Who's your pick? Pete? What? (laughs) Am I still missing you? I said Kenneth. Okay, and he picked you, so you guys are going on date. So, Dayton. Friday. What are you doing? (laughs) Well, I was going to pick Pete, but now I'm just imagining Ken being a much better dancer. I was thinking that we should probably go to Grand Blank's homecoming together. (laughs) We can, we can talk to Westboro and be like, look right. at us. That is such a great idea. Can we take your recorder and the microphones with us? Yes, we can. I am actually a pretty good dancer, so good good choice there. Yeah, yeah, Ken can totally cut a rug. Uh, who has dated more than one person at the same time? We'll skip that one, apparently. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have. I was going to say, I have also a long time ago. Yeah. Wow. I think Dana probably has also. They probably all have. Yeah. Which one of us would drop someone on purpose in a trust fall? 
Ooh. Because it would be funny. Danan. <laughs> Danan. Danan would totally let me go, man. It depends. Are we on grass or is this, like, concrete? Because I'm not, a, like, a total dick, but... Choice uh, uh, is yours. He's only slightly yeah. douchey. Right? Yeah. I mean, in the right context, I will absolutely let you down. Terminal velocity <laughs> terminal velocity. It's going to hurt no matter where I land, so... Well, I chose Danan, and obviously that was the right choice. Yeah, me too. Because he's considering, I mean, like, you know, it's conditional, but he's yeah. considering doing it. Right. If it was me being the one who was falling, I think it would have to be Ken. You think I would let you fall? Yeah, because in the I mean, I don't go out with just anybody. <laughs> I mean, in the long run, I would know that you did it because we would think it was funny. I would never do that because I thought it was funny. I think so. But would you think it was funny? Okay, well, if Ken you did do that, you want, I would think wrong. it was funny. I would not, absolutely not do that to you. I never intentionally hurt people I love. Aww. Aww. We're through. <laughs> well, I'm not dropping you either, Pete. Oh, wait, wait. Is this, is there these the two at the same time we were talking about in the earlier question? Uh-oh, no. What's going on here? Are we, are we embracing in a, in a great bromance hug while we're doing this? Yeah, we're going to Westboro. We're going to go to Grand Lake Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, and straighten you out, Pete. I, lo- I, love, right. a, I love a lot of people. I'm, I'm generally free with it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I, lo- I love most people until they give me reason not to. Right. Fair. That's it's fair. My, it's my default. That's fair. Again, it's that optimism thing. Mm. Right. Well, right on, guys. Well, we hope you had fun listening this week. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>